Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Can I have one of these? Can you? Yeah, um, so here's my Can pitch. you have a liquid death? Here's my pitch for OnlyFans, okay? You're... <laughs> Bert and I on podcasts, we are such good friends, you guys, but I also want you to know we are such savvy business people. We will be... Uh, uh, Murder your thirst. Yeah. <laughs> we will be... Mike. Secretly... 700 million, buddy. We will be... Keep it growing. We will be... That's the first time Bert's ever drank water. And I, he, I, the only reason I drink... The only water I drink... Are we rolling? Yeah. The only... I will only... Are we? Yeah. This is how uh, hard it is to get me to drink water. I only drink water because I invested in liquid death. I invested in it too. I will tell you this right now. I fucking... The only reason I drink water is liquid death. I swear to God. Because of the delivery system. Do you know about the new iced tea? All right, heard about the Armless Palmer? Dude, it's so delicious. For real? Let me just, let me just, this isn't toxic. I'm not being Ellen. Katie! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't toxic. I'm not being Ellen. I fucking it's love this woman. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get a creamy Oreo frappe or McCafe smoothie for less with 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, guys. I have a special called Razzle Dazzle. streaming right now on Netflix. You can catch it. It's my fifth special. I have a movie called The Machine. It comes out Memorial Day weekend only in theaters. You can pre-buy tickets at themachine.movie. And we are having a special event Thursday night in the theaters themselves. It will be a live streamed event onto the screen. It's going to be fucking big. It's going to be epic. I can't really go into too much detail about it. But most importantly, my tour, Fully Loaded, just went on general on sale today. I've got an insane lineup on Fully Loaded. Whitney's doing my cruise, the Fully Loaded cruise. That's already sold out. But people, Dude, I'm bringing some of my family members to that. It's going to be a fucking... I, it's going to be... It's, it should be just fun. Everything I want to do is just fun. Bert, I can... Bert, I love you so much. I love you more. I'm just... That could be true. Yeah. Because I don't know what love is. I say it... I also say it knowing. I don't think I'm clear on the definition. Um, but I do, like... You, like, I'm so... Like, I'm learning how feral I am. I feel like you got... All comedians knew this before I did. It's a really good phrase, feral. Yeah, I like didn't have love in my. Uh, I used to call up. Leanne a rescue dog. Yeah. Cause she was she was a pit bull and she would bite and snap, and and I'm, I had to well, teach her. Well, pit bulls. To, I had to teach her to, all dogs bite and snap. All, a rescue dog. Pit rescue bulls dog. are just the best at it. Yeah. yeah. And so I used to have to teach her how to fight, cause she wanted to to growl and bark and and bite, and she wanted to bite. Yeah. And I had to say. And you get your dick out of. Can I have my dick out of your mouth before you bite, please, please. Leanne? Oh my gosh, she sneezed one time. No, I'm kidding. So um. But she, and so then we, we, I, and, and still she's not great at it. You can definitely see the time that she was chained to a, a, a railroad fence and the truck would go by fast. And she still sometimes has a hard time apologizing, 
and by sometimes I mean all the times, but she can get there. She can get there. It just takes a night of sleep to wake up and go, I'm sorry, but for all the stuff. So I called her, I've done, by the way, this could be an entire bit. I called her a rescue dog because she was of her energy. And she said, well, you're a penny stock. I don't think anyone was going to invest in you except for me. And if, and I'm a fucking billionaire because I, I saw the value in a penny stock. That's genius. I also would say like, like when people say to me, like, and that's always how I try to explain myself to people. I'm like an abused dog that when no, I growl. I love that you, I love that you say you're feral though. Feral. Because I you wasn't are feral. raised. I was never parented. I was never socialized. But you're a beautiful cat that is feral. That is that's such a great thing because you raised yourself. You fixed yourself. But can I say something really quick about Please, just Leanne yes. and Leanne's yeah. defense? Because Leanne and I are the same person. Yes. Uh, insult to her, compliment to me. Um, <laughs> we're the same person, except I would rather put a bullet in my brain than have sex with you. Uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's over before you know it. It's like getting your ears pierced. You feel a little prick and it's over. <laughs> Cheers. Then Cheers. You, then to be, then in that case, you can fuck my ear. I'd oh. sooner have you fuck the ear on the side of my head that was actually bitten Bit by off the, by the one that yeah, kind of turns me on. <laughs> I know. But the great thing about Bert and I, I feel like, I feel like this, I can be sexy around you and it's just like funny. Oh yeah. Like oh, we, the best, the best is you gave my assistant Pete a hug. And I know, I know what Pete thinks about you. And I watched his him get genuinely fucking nervous. He's like, oh, 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 it's Whitney, it's Whitney. I fully know because right now I understand how annoying it must be to have to hear a woman speak that you have no, that you're not gonna fuck at any point. I'm realizing more and more. So when I start like as a boss, my new leadership style is when I am explaining something that needs to happen to men and their eyes start glazing over, I just pull my shirt up. <laughs> It works. <laughs> I think it's illegal. I think. Hey, wait, do you? Because I see, I've seen that bra a lot. Do you have? A, do you have like sexy bras? Um, that's a sexy bra, but it's. I'll be a, right it's... back. <laughs> because hold on, I okay. have a drawer of sexy bras I never wear. I would love to see this, as would all of you viewing. Back to my point. My my fully loaded tour is insane. It's gonna be a blast. I, I the list of people I could read them off, but I can bring them by memory. Jim Norton. Oh. Uh, Lewis Black, David Tell, uh, Shane Gillis. Come on in. <laughs> Dude, Shane... Shane Gillis is one of the top five hangs in the world. Can I tell you something? Just so you know, and because I, I want to tell you a little bit about the roast, the behind-the-scenes stuff yeah. that you didn't know about. I yeah. tried to get Shane Gillis. We couldn't get it going. Yeah. You know Joey Diaz? Uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, Joey Diaz, I, yeah. You know, and do you know about the what happened with the t David Tell? He was just on the podcast two days ago. No, I just, yeah, I was just out here. No, what happened? A Tell, like, so for Burt's roast on OnlyFans, we have clips to play that are cut. If we want to, if we get to it, we get to it. Yeah. I also want to run the guest list by you for the premiere. Please. <laughs> I have to, like, narrow this down. Yeah. We're going to do a lot of admin on this podcast. Um, and uh, uh, so a Tell, his, you know, he's... I don't want to get too into his personal. He has a family member that is in, you yeah. know, home care and COVID was kind of being. We got to the point where we were going to get Fly Dave private because he we didn't want to contract COVID because yeah. his uh, mother is in a, you know, um, compromising health situation. Also, just to be clear, during your roast, while we were shooting it, my mom was in home hospice, dying. Yeah. It was the most surreal thing. Like, I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want to involve anyone. But yeah. I was coming back and forth from, like, I knew that. I knew that. You know what I mean? So so it was just this wild thing. And I think, for me, it just, it, it 
the whole experience made me re-fall in love with comedy and like what we do. Cause I was like, I'm watching my mom slowly die in front of me. And I don't want to get too into it because I don't want anyone to pity me. But this is a woman that just didn't, I didn't get love. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, she made me funny. She made whatever I am. I have to thank her for the it's adversity. I mean, she had, like, when you're in home hospice, like, you're not supposed to use energy. So you're only allowed to, because the idea is that they're dying naturally. But if you go and talk to them too much or excite them, they're going to use more energy and you're going to, they're going to die faster. So mm. the idea is that they died naturally, slowly. Mm. And they're dying of dehydration. Oh, You're watching someone cool. like die of dehydration in front of you. So that's why you can't give anyone in home hospice food because. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Sorry, wait. I keep showing my, um, my literally uh, Annie Letterman says, where do you get your bras? The Holocaust Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I do wear bras that look like Band-Aids. I don't know what else to tell you, but I'm going to show you the sexy bras in a second. Oh, perfect. Um, brought to you sweet, sweet. by Blue Chew. And what's, how much does it cost a day? Oh, that's a good. That's a good plug. Um, what? How much does it hospice cost a day? Um, I don't. I didn't check because if I, I guess were, it's not something you want to skimp on. Well, I mean, here's what. Here's what I. Here's, I'm just saying, if it's a thousand bucks a day, I might scare her a couple this? times just to fucking wrap it up. So when Kaiser Permanente, um, I will see you guys in court. Um, <laughs> Uh, the food court. I'm not suing anyone. I don't have time. I'm not going to park On the basketball court. Literally, it's a dunk contest. Literally and we're bringing Tom Segura because he's going to need you later. <laughs> by the way, people like, like I have been so um, wronged by so in so many situations where people are like, you know you could sue that person, right? I'm like, imagine me adding to my plate. Oh, a loss. If I sued everyone who took advantage of me and stole from me, it's all I would do. do you I, mean? Uh, I know... <laughs> I know a guy. God, I want to tell you an off-camera story. But hold on, hold on. Real quick. Okay. Oh, so Kaiser Permanente. We can't tell you a secret. For the past... I know a guy who told me never to sue who sued you. (laughs) 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 Here's my deal. Um... I, I, I'll, and, and I can't, oh, I shouldn't say this publicly, but whatever. I'll, I'll fight some things. Other things I'll settle. Yeah. Cause like the first time someone ever sued me, it was after I, I was on a billboard for the NBC shows. I was billboards yeah. everywhere. My business manager told me it's like very common when someone first starts, you know, getting something, starts getting money, small claims court, uh, lawsuits will start coming in. And they know you're busy, they know you're on a billboard, they know you newly have money, and that you're just gonna not either not show up in small claims court if you don't show up. Usually the person that did show up will win. Or small claims court. You know small claims court? Like yeah, Judge Judy. It's 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 um my hero, uh Byron Allen, one of my business mentors goes, You know where the real money is in TV? Court shows and religion. Really? That's Joel. crazy. I have a, We're all I have just a, trying to be as popular as Joel Osteen. I have a court religion show. Really? Yeah. Where you bring sinners up in front of them, they tell you your sins, and then and then you always forgive them at the end. <laughs> I want to make I want to make TV shows again, Whitney. I'm Let's not, go. I'm, I'm ready. Back, I think I'm back. By in the, the way, I have a very specific. I have what is it? I have a very specific set of skills. You what do, is, yeah. What does Liam Neeson say? In the t- in Taken? Says, Oops, I peed my pants. Well, yeah. there's that. Have you seen the photos of um, Liam Neeson? Oh, no, I, I know what Liam Neeson said. But you know about I him. was going to just beat up any black. 
<laughs> that black pastor. Did you did you see did you ever see that clip? Yeah. Why would he share that? It's I, such a crazy thing to share. I understand racism. Uh, that remember. was but you know how his wife died, right? She hit her fucking head on the bunny slope. Dude, 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 dude. I didn't realize, you know, cuz I'm obsessed with how the richer you get, the more dangerous uh your life gets. <laughs> Really? Which is why I freak out sometimes with the like flying chart or all this kind of stuff. Like I think you know, rich people like you're safer and you're safer and you're safer, and then your kid skis into a tree and dies. Like what? Like you know, people that have a lot of money they don't die from like you know cancer or this that because yeah. they have medical care. But why are you uh, sliding down a piece of ice on an ice skate yeah. in in Switzerland? This is how they die. Right? That's what I'm afraid. Oh yeah, Natasha Richardson. Liam Neeson's wife. Yeah. Goes on the ski. So I think skiing is psychotic. I'm gonna I say. I love it. I love it so much. I don't get it. I love it so much. I grew up. But how did you learn skiing if you grew up in Florida? I uh, didn't. Wow, that's so interesting. Uh, we water all, ski. No, we all wakeboarded and water skied, and there is a similarity. It's very easy to kind of translate the two, the two crafts. And so we would go up to North Carolina to Beach Mountain, and ski beach and snowboard up there. We were the first generations. We were snowboarding before they had snowboard boots when you just had to wear like shoes. You know that I shattered my shoulder snowboarding. For real? Mm-hmm. Is that was it a date? It, it was to impress uh, Pete Berg, the director I was dating, uh, my boyfriend at the time. He was great at snowboarding, so was his son. I was like, I need to learn to snowboard. And here's the problem with me: I am, I'm like you. I'm actually low key, secretly athletic. Really you're, you're, athletic. You're not even low key athletic. You're very athletic. And I can kind of figure anything out if it's not a new skill. So I was like, I was doing, I took lessons and I was like, okay, I'm going to be able to do this. This is Whitney Cummings 101. I've never done this before. In two days, I'm going to be the best at it. Yep. And involve everyone and then have a, a, a public meltdown, uh, <laughs> a manic breakdown. There's nothing worse than when a woman gets hurt. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Um, okay, uh, do you want me to look at the Pornhub top videos today? Why? Is that what they are? I don't think people agree with you. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand rough sex. And this is why I love you uh, so much, Bert, because you are, and this is why you're the only man I could roast. <laughs> because you think that way. Um, but we're jumping around because I also, have you not seen Liam Neeson when he's taking pictures with fans? No. You don't know about this? I'm getting up, Pat. Don't panic or yell at me. He pisses his pants. No, that's not real. It's real. No. You didn't know about this? Whenever you take a picture with him, he pisses his pants? No, he's been publicly pissing his pants, like, for years. And no one talks about it. It's the only thing I talk about on this podcast. Why can men just piss their pants publicly? Hold on. So, Liam Neeson. Neeson. What is it? Uh, P? That's fucking crazy. Wait, are you Why does he? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at all of this. Why is he? Is that not photoshopped in? Why every single one? No. <laughs> Type in Burke Kreischer pees his pants. <laughs> if you're peeing your pants, is cool. Then Liam Neeson's cool. <laughs> so let me. That's piss. That is. So let me ask you a question. So 
look, I'm not trying to play the gender card here. So if I um, have one manic episode, <laughs> I'm forever crazy. But Liam Neeson gets to piss his pants. Yeah, that public. is fucking crazy. There's no, you will go, you cannot find me wetting my pants anywhere on the internet. I piss my pants. I, I pee I, For men, sometimes it's like you go to the bathroom and then you put your dick back in your pants and then it releases a flood of piss. No, 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 no. I know what that is because I remember at a young age seeing my dad. I, I always got confused. He'd go to the bathroom and come back, and there'd be like a little wet spot. Yeah. Does that mean you're not wearing underwear or you didn't shake your dick? Well, it mostly means you're not wearing underwear. I don't wear underwear. And so... Uh, why, but what, why is, what's the logic on that? Just curious. I, I, I think it's... Uh, for me, it's a tactile thing. The idea to be wearing two sets of pants would drive me fucking nuts. Do you nuts. think that's a Florida thing because it was so humid It definitely is a Florida thing. It, I mean, it, I, I learned it from the boys older than me. And so I... And... The first step was box. So what was really cool when I was a kid is to wear boxers longer than your pants. To have your boxers sticking out the bottom of your pants. That was a fucking look. That was a cool look. You know what else was... I, I, I'm going to co-sign with... Do you remember MTV's The Grind? Yeah. This is how dumb we are as a species, dude. We have to be careful. I thought it was the coolest thing on the fucking planet when I was living in Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, I'd watch MTV's The Grind and the, what the girls would do, they'd have jean shorts... They'd unzip their pants like this, and they'd roll oh, them like yeah. this, and we'd show our underwear, and it was just, they would dance like this. Jesus Christ, how much do you weigh? You are skinny. I know. I've um, Those are hip bones. I am, uh, uh, I went on birth control, first of all. Oh, I have been real? on birth Good control. Good for you. Good for, for you. For 20 years, I've been on birth control. Good for you. It's birth control is a fucking, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a, a stance I wouldn't normally take for the past 50 years. Birth control is a fucking racket. It's so much more than that. And it's and, and it's and it's hormones in your body that could cause strokes, could cause blood clotting. It's it's unnatural. And in a weird way, society kind of signed up and said, "Oh yeah, the chicks will take care of that. You guys get cummed in, and you got to take care of the cum." It's like it's it's almost like a guy's. That why wouldn't they just make men's birth control? Yeah, there's that. Uh, we've tried to do it. You know, and we're like, "Come on my face, come on my tits." And oh, is that? Oh my god. <laughs> That's precious. That's women's attempt to get off birth control is letting us come. You're... Just come in my eye. Oh, I and thought you guys liked it. I'm tr I'm, we're just trying to get not be on birth control. Come on my tits. Come on my ass. Come on my armpit. Come on my any. Oh, my God. That is so. Anything but my pussy. That is the funniest fucking angle. Then why are you laughing? No, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm blown. <laughs> This is what it's like to be a female comedian. You say, he says, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard, but she no one's looked... laughing. Why do I do this for a living? Women aren't funny. Even <laughs> no. when we say funny things, you no one funny. laughs. I never realized. I think I'm, I'm just realizing uh, my, that I've, I, was, I was so close to the trees, I couldn't see the actual forest. And I go, so you're telling me yes. that the, I had a joke about this girl that I dated and she wanted me to come on her face. And I was like, she goes, do you want to come on my face? And I was that, like, that's her saying, I don't want to have your kid. Yeah. I'd rather. It's a way to get control over it. Like, like, uh, almost like, like when, when the kidnappers are like, um, like, it's almost like you're dealing with kidnappers and you've got to be like, Hey man, uh, take me and let the kids go. You know, like it's, it's a way to like 
That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, that we're not saying I want your cum in my eye so that I have a weird twitch for the rest of the week at work. <laughs> we're saying I, I can't stress out for the next three months thinking I'm pregnant. I can't afford a, a birth control. I don't want to be on birth control. Oh my God. I just, I could, oh come my on. God. Do what it on my tits. That's come it. on, on my titty. Do it. We make, we make pussies out of our tits. <laughs> Do it here. <laughs> you got Pete's attention? <laughs> Wait, it's a it's a it's a kung fu move. What is it, Taekwondo, when you use someone's energy Force against, against them. them? That's so fucking brilliant. God is it? it? I mean, it, it, we're obviously not good enough at it because you guys. I, I never realized it. But this is the cruel joke of biology: is that it feels the best without a condom inside. No. Well, that's maybe just for you. No, I you know I, I think I fucked that up somehow. Like for some reason, my favorite orgasm is the one I'm trying to stop. I'm dating a guy right now who's a what is it called a uh, um, narcissist edging. Oh, tell me about this. <laughs> well, is he just punching a wall right now? I just... want to tell you something about what's going on with who I'm dating. The story is so good, Bert. Really? I told Ari about it, and he went, "I I will bring back. This is not happening. Just for you to tell this story. That's how good this what's going on with the guy I'm dating is. But we'll get to that another time." Look and feel your best in time for warmer weather with calorie smart meals around 550 calories or less. If you're too busy to cook or don't want to cook, use Factor Meals. You skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, the prepping, and the cleaning. It helps me eat healthy when I'm having a busy week. I love their options. They sent me meals after my mom had passed away, and it's the only meals I got. <laughs> That made my life easier and not harder. If that's not the best endorsement for this company, I don't know what is. Head to factormeals.com slash Whitney50 and use code Whitney50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Whitney50 at factormeals.com slash Whitney50 to get 50% off your first box. I'm having a little bit of a bird came in today, you guys, and I just like grabbed him by the hands. I don't think... I wasn't hugged as a child. I wasn't touched a lot. You know, I'm weird about physical touch. I was yeah. touched, but just by like the hitchhikers my dad took in who molested me. So I <laughs> I wasn't touched the right ways, only the wrong ways. And I grabbed her by the hand. This is the most intimacy I've ever had with a man. This earlier in my home, 40 years old. I just have this weird thing where I've publicly like been this certain person because I was under the influence of pain and and, and shame and embarrassment yeah. and was in this dysfunctional thing. Now both my parents are dead and I feel like I'm starting life for the first, like starting from scratch. And I realized this the other day because I was, you know, my sister and I have been reunited. We were separated yeah. at a very young age. I don't know if you even know this totally because I had disassociated or, or repressed it. My sister and I, <laughs> we were separated because it was such a uh, abusive situation we would we were running away from home and we ran yeah. away from home when we were um like 11 and 12 respectively and lived on this literally lived on the street alone yeah. and and we're going Rehoboth Beach and living in men's houses because it was safer my mom finds me takes me to live with my aunts who had never had kids yeah. i go to live with my aunts we're separated and then in the my parents divorce have you ever heard of this no that you know, like in a divorce, you say these kids get, you know, uh, the the dad gets you for weekends and the mom gets you weekdays. Yeah. They went, dad gets Ashley, mom gets Whitney. Can you imagine separating your daughters if you? Oh, I, I, no, I just, I just go to the end. You take them both. I'll just, I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. 
I would You're like, never... it's already in writing. I've got it. Well, we, you know, we said that to our girls, not to distract. I want to hear this story, but I said to the girls one time, if mom and I, I said two things. I said, if mom and I were going to prison tomorrow, who would you live with? And then all of a sudden it's silent. We're like, guys, answer. They're both in car seats. I go, guys, do we have an answer? And we hear Georgia whimpering, are you going to prison? And we're like, no, 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 maybe we're just talking. No worse. She goes, what type of medical? And they go, it's just a question that's not real. Why is it? Is it what you have a chance of going to prison? And I'm like, no, it's a fucking joke. She goes, it's not funny. So then one day I said to the girls, I said, if mom and I split up, who would you want to live with? And they go, mom, immediately. And I go, okay. And they're like, right? I go, you don't ask me, but why did you pick mom? And they go, because I, I, we just want to stay in our rooms. And I went, okay, you don't want to stay in your new rooms at my house? And they're like, well, wait, where are you living? I go, you know, I didn't ask. And they're like, where are you living? I said, in Malibu, and they're like, wait, you're living in Malibu? I go, no, 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 stay with mom. You're having fun. I'll feed the horses. And they go, you're getting horses? I go, I'm getting lots of horses, and you can ride them on the beach in Malibu. And they're like, wait, you can, I go, no, 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 you picked mom. You picked mom. Have fun doing homework, but you can live with dad and blow it all off and ride horses. And they're like, wait, hold on, ask the question again. Ask the question again. Man, I fucked up as a parent. I did some really stupid stuff. Can I just say really quick, this is so funny to me that you think that this would go this way. Cause I want to talk to your daughters and go, hey, you know there uh, Malibu, there's no Wi-Fi. And you know that it, the, <laughs> the like, you lost that. You know that the She's back in You know that the electricity goes out. I went to Avril, Lave uh, uh, Avril Lavigne's Thanksgiving two years ago. I love Avril Lavigne. She's the greatest. Um, you do you know that she we lost her for four years because of Lyme disease. She had Lyme disease. I don't even like them in my Tito's. I don't know. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's we need to talk about keep... big lime. Why is a lemon? Big lime, as in as big, in the people running big all pharma, in, yeah, big, lime. big lime. So lemons are this big, okay, yeah. the size of a fist. They're 25 cents. They yield all the yummy lemony shit in the world, right? Yeah. A lime is the size of a fucking quarter. It's $4. Is I, it that much better? I have not. I have not. You know what's a racket? We'll talk. Birth control's a racket. Limes. I'm coming for limes. Uh, 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 maple syrup. More expensive than gasoline. Really? Maple syrup is one of the most expensive things you can get. Maple syrup has a tremendous amount of minerals in it. So in the master cleanse, we I don't, yeah. don't eat anything oh. except, remember, lemonade, cayenne pepper, maple syrup, because you can live off maple syrup for like two weeks or some shit. But that's not why it's more expensive. What is it now? Just Canadians? It's, it's, it's harder to get. It's harder to get. Because we don't have any trees left? No, no, no. I mean, have you ever seen? It's actually actually, actually pretty fascinating. Come on, just come on, repeat. Let's just break the third wall and get me a glass of wine. Maple it's, syrup it's hard. It's, shortage? Prices? It, prices. I, I heard eggs are apparently $6 or in We're eggs. talking $12, $12 for maple syrup this big. $24 for something this big. How winter weather may impact maple syrup supply. Well, when Byron Allen came on the podcast, I highly recommend having him on your podcast. I would love to have Byron he, Allen on my podcast. Dude, he just literally says the most interesting shit you've ever heard. It was the only time I've had someone on a podcast where I like didn't interrupt them or talk. I, oh, wow. I, I put me to that challenge. You're telling me I won't interrupt Byron Allen. Let's do I it. I interrupt everyone. How about this? How about this? I told Amanda, what's the, what's the name? What's the lady, the, the Amanda? Knox. I, I told her the machine story. <laughs> a woman who was literally in prison for murder in Italy for like fucking four years. Who had a dream story to tell. And I said when I was 22 years old, I got popped with the Russian Mafia. And she went, really? I go, you've never heard this story yet? And I told her the fucking machine story. That's how little I listen. Pat, Come 
know Byron Allen, he bought the Weather Channel in cash, which means he has access to the the real scientists, okay? Not yeah. not you know, your favorite YouTuber who pretends to be a scientist. So he was saying, I was like, so what's going on with global warming? Like, just tell me. And he was like, uh, well, what they're telling me is there will be a global food shortage very soon because Russia has the, like half the world's fertilizer. So this, really? we're going to, basically all the real scientists that don't have time to start podcasts that are really doing just science all day, yeah. they're stocking up on canned food because because we're going to start having food for very real food shortages. They talk about global warming and they say that what's going to happen is that places places like Florida, also who's they? We got to we got to guy following YouTube. This uh, <laughs> they say that that uh, it's wait, does, but is he a they? Is he non-binary? Is that what you call him? They. That's what he asked me to call him. <laughs> He's they, they, he. He, she said. I don't see gender, Bert. I don't see. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said that one time. And someone goes, so you just suck any dick? And I went, I went yeah. Wait, no. No, no. That's right. I don't see gender. I never learned how to count, okay? Um, I said that. I said that. I, I used to say this as a like a, a throwaway joke. You have a buddy. Like, people go, my buddy's dyslexic. And I go, oh, dyslexic. you know. Dyslexic. And then there's there's always rumors in comedy about what comics I'm can't read. I'm very dyslexic. I, I was very dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. It means, it's it it basically just means you're better than everyone. Anyway. And so there's always rumors about comics that can't read, right? Because teleprompter shows up and then, like, there's very big Heartbreaking. rumors. Heartbreaking. Can you bleep out a name? Uh, just, yeah. uh, or just, yeah. I'll just bleep it out. Just better do it I... because, because, hold on. Bert. This whole thing we're going, can we cut this later? Billy Bush, okay? He, the that thing where he said the Trump thing. Yeah, finger in, grab her by the pussy. That was audio that was on a hot mic that they had a private conversation tw like 15 years after they had it. Someone that worked there saved it and went, I'm going to need a retirement plan. No. Oh my God! How you're totally right. You're totally right. You're totally fucking right. So, so you, don't put me in a situation no, you're right, you're right, you're right. where the Never two mind. people in this Never room, I love you both, and I would take a bullet for you. But I'm not going to pretend that Bert saying some hot gossip won't be worth a million dollars to TMZ in ten years. And guess what? If you you Pat has children, if you don't use some shit that I said that could cancel me to make a million dollars for your two daughters that I love to send them to college, I'm going to lose respect for you. <laughs> I feel like I say crazy shit on here on purpose just for you to cut oh and put God. in the bank later to know that you have a retirement plan. Okay? Anyway, what else about Man, Clip I have, it, I use it, send your kids to college. I have I have a, a couple stories about that. I never realized that. But hold have, on, but what was the, the you were going to say, there's, there's, there's a, a comic you can't read? There's a comedian. Uh, I, is that a secret? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Don't say Can I say it? No, 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 no. I don't okay, want to be associated with that. Burke Bert Kreischer just brought up a comedian and said, this comedian can't read a teleprompter. And he told me it was, and I go, that comedian doesn't show up to work. You can't read a teleprompter if you don't get out of bed and get to the set. Make sure you cannot hear the name, because I don't want to get involved in that fucking stratosphere. But... But so that we were, well, that person can read when it comes to like uh, how much money they're gonna make at a gig they're not gonna show up to. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we were talking about we were with it was with Shane Gillis and Mark Norman, and they you know were, what? I almost had uh, was gonna ask Mark Norman to host your roast. Oh. And we did Trevor Wallace instead. Trevor for, like, Wallace a did a great reason. job. Well, he's, Trevor he's, Wallace did a fantastic job. Because I really job. wanted to like 
mix, you know? And then yeah. it was like all the moving pieces. And then I was gonna go, oh, why don't I just have Mark Norman just be on it? And then it was like starting to be too many people. And then I was just like, oh, like it was no, Mar just Mark Tre Norman. Trevor I just, Wallace did a fantastic I just wish, fucking job. I, wish, I texted him the next morning. I wish Mark Norman had been on the roast. It, I, I was working so hard to figure out how and then he had a tour conflict, and then it, anyway. So anyway, Norman I, I is. Think, I think what, I Norman mean, it, is taking risks that I that a lot of people are not taking. So Donnell made me laugh so fucking hard because he because he goes, "There's a joke. I think it's in there," and he goes, "Do you know what I have Bert saved in as my phone?" And I, and there, there's a moment, and Leanne, this is Leanne's favorite part of the roast that I think is that there's a there's such a good story, and he and he was like, and he knows that's not gonna happen. He's like, no. No, no, no. It was so fun. I love Donnell to death. Donnell is, because to me, it's like the roast. Remember how they used to be done after the Friars Club? It was all so buttoned up. And, you know, people that were really good friends were sitting next to each other, rigid and scared and roasting each other. Like, to see you and Donnell yeah. be in that, you know, like, I wanted to just create a, and I hate the word safe space because it fucking, it's been stolen by dorks. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like the, it's yeah. like rainbows. Like, no, men can't. <laughs> You know, gay people. I love you guys. You took the rainbow. I we can't. No one. I still love rainbows. Men, men can't have rainbows anymore. Like a five-year-old child. Like I have a friend um, who's, you know, has a kid, and uh, uh, and the boy is like has rainbows. I'm like, and they're like rainbow. I'm like, he's not gay. Let's just hold. It's a rain. Just hold on. Yeah. <laughs> kids can't. Boy, kids can't like rainbows, or yeah. they're coming out of the closet as gay at two if they think a rainbow well, is cool. Like, don't bring that conversation up to my dad. Because, oh. oh, my dad's in Florida, and I guess DeSantos. I don't know. I don't know anything about politics, but my dad said that DeSantos is uh, like they're 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 doing like I, I, from I don't know. I don't even fucking know. And then, by the way, I don't know, and I don't know if my dad's entirely accurate. I mean, that's a different thing. I think you're, yeah. you're what you're. I think can't say gay or something. If you or, could maybe not compare me to uh, DeSantos. Okay, I won't. I won't. That, I won't. I won't. But I won't, you know what? Though, actually, what? do it. Maybe my um, maybe I would start selling Sell out tickets. arenas. Selling <laughs> tickets in. At the Amelie Center, Amelie Arena. I might start being able to, yeah, selling out the Smoothie King Arena. The Smoothie King in uh, in New Orleans will be there for in July for fully loaded. Do you know that in the roast I said like, the, you know, in my set for you, yeah. like I'm not trying to make fun of the differences between men and women in comedy because you've also been doing it so much longer than me and not you that are much the great Bert Kreischer. Not much but I've been doing it. I've been doing it 22 years. How long have you been doing comedy? 18. Okay, now I feel... Wait, how long have you been doing comedy? When did you start, 2004? Yeah. You start 2004, right? I should be selling more tickets by now. Wait, what are you talking about? My narrative was Bert's like 20 years, has been doing this like 20 years longer than me. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're, we're, we're peers. <laughs> Whitney, if you, if, you didn't, if you didn't have two sides of your brain... So this you is my be, fault. It's no, on me. If you didn't have two sides of your brain... If you had just one brain that didn't think of all the other things, okay, now you just activated the other side of my brain. <laughs> like, oh, what do I do? Just I'll take. <laughs> no, but you would you would be doing what I what I all I do is comedy. That's it. I don't make TV shows. I don't sell TV yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. I've been. People I've, don't I've bring me in and pull my focus and go. Can you run this show? And then you have to shut down every side of your brain and just do that. And so you have to take time off. To be okay, so I have been doing comedy probably sixteen years, but there's like. Set, yeah, five years in there, I was totally only totally doing TV. Away. Only doing TV. And by the way, in that five years, that's when I was make. That's when 
that's when comedy got to where it is today because a bunch of us had to go do bullshit clubs for bullshit money and got really good at stand up. Mm-hmm. And th- and and that's when you were making Whitney, you were making Two Broke Girls, you were you were selling and everything, writing movies. And that's when all of us didn't we didn't we don't have that ability. And you know what's a wild though is that the people who were I'm going to just say this and it's because obviously you guys are the winners, so I can say it, the people that were rejected by Hollywood are the ones that are winning the hardest now because you look at like you know, like Joe Coy, Fluffy, and you're like, oh, they didn't have the sitcoms, they didn't have the TV shows, they didn't even have networks buying their specials, mm-hmm. so they had to make them themselves. Yeah. And then cut to now, they own their own audio, they own their specials, they could put it on Spotify, they could put. It, I don't own any of my, the things I made because a network paid for it because they That's did accept me. I thought they were accepting me, and I was going to be set forever. And I went, oh, this is the way to make it. It's really fascinating. And yeah. then the industry changed. Now everything I've ever made is owned by Viacom and HBO. I can't even get it back. I can't put it on my channels. I cannot put four of my specials, because the, the one I just did, I paid for myself, on Spotify, Raw Dog. See, I don't own it. Yeah. I have to buy it back. Sebastian Maniscalco, he did three specials that were not done, you know, uh, that he owns, so he could sell them. He could sell them to Amazon. He can sell them. So it's like... The people that made it in Hollywood uh, ten years ago are the most behind now. It's 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 a very interesting statement because I often think in comedy. Was, sorry, in, just in as comedy, a stand-up. Yeah. Well, yeah. like Joe Coy, he's selling out baseball fields and da da da. He owned his own shit. Yeah, and was able to go direct to consumer. For now, how about let the entertainers decide how people are going to get entertained? Because we know more about how people get entertained than you. Whoa. People do not want to go on a first date, like let's go watch Bert Kreischer. Come here, we're going on a first date. I'm asking Pete on go a date. Pete. Hey Pete, ask me on a date to go see the Burt Kreischer movie. Hey Whitney, would you like to go on a date to go see the Burt Kreischer movie? Yes, how, how, where, where is it? Uh, I don't know. So, where oh, oh, can we go? You have a whoop band. I was so close to fucking you. Um, like, do you really, <laughs> hold on, hold on, whoop band. Pete, do you really not know how you slept? Do you need a science uh, bracelet? He's got, he's, got, he's got issues with it. Do you? Because he goes, he goes you know, every time it's in the green, I feel tired. Every time it's in the yellow, I feel energized. Hold and on. I just don't... Let me just, let me just, may I? No, no, no. Don't break that, please. Georgia gave that to me. Oh, uh, in that case, okay. I know. And look, and um, uh, Leanne gave me this bracelet. So oh, nice. here we oh, go. Wow. And I got nothing from my wife. No, but I'm sorry. Bert got me this bracelet. Oh, I got this. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this watch. You got me this bracelet. Thank you. Of course. So the whoop band. This is men in LA are wearing a science bracelet that tells them how they slept last night, how many calories they burn, and then they expect us to want to fuck them. And it's hard because if you don't know how you slept last night, how can I trust you with anything? Do you wake up in the morning and go like, can anyone tell? What happened? What just happened? What just happened? What? Like, I couldn't tell you. So, huh? Sometimes. So, so, so you know that this, this, uh, people are complaining the robots are taking their jobs. So, um, something that tells you how you slept, something that tells you how you ate today, that's called a girlfriend or a wife. Uh, and Peter's never been in love. This, uh, bracelet is, <laughs> but, but now you're Peter's making, like, I need boundaries. but you're making it so a woman has no purpose for you. So, right. so you and I are together. Put- so you, you, let's say we're in love. Let's wake up together. This yeah. is how it goes. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, we're waking up. Ah. Ooh, I feel like I didn't sleep that good. Do you, I feel like I was tossing and turning. What? I think 
slept great. You I did. Asleep. Was uh, you were you were up? <laughs> you were up. You were down. What's my heartbeat all night? Uh, I don't like. But why? Oh, hold on, baby. Oh, baby, I love you. Why do you need to know? How hard should I how work this? out today? Oh, you know what? You want to know your heartbeat? Do you know my this HRB? This is how we used to do it. I would do this. I put a yeah. finger on your neck. You're making it you're, so. So don't do this, because then now women have do no that. Do no, that. Women don't have no do this. Do that. Women have no reason to touch you. Go, baby. What's my heart rate? So I'm just curious. Why the science bracelet? Like, what do you need from the Whoop Band? Because I, I, I did do a corporate gig, uh, a week ago, last weekend, where I, um, I kind of like was off on the assignment. It was all every billionaire in the world. Uh, the creator of this, the creator of everything, went up to Park City, wrote 20 pages of roast jokes, roasted them to their face. It went poorly. Um, and, but it was, you know, I did, yeah. I did it last year and it went great, yeah. right? But this year, like there were, the Kushners were there and Saudis were there and it was oh, just like, wow. a, it was not the same, like, you know, because like Saudi money is, is starting to own Hollywood and it's not... Is it a bad thing? I, I don't know. Change the script I wrote yesterday. Was it, by the way, was it better before? His fingers I don't off. know. When people are like, oh, Saudi money is buying Hollywood. I'm like, okay, well, when Saudi money wasn't involved, uh, this business was built on the back of a five-year-old toddler named Shirley Temple. So it can't get worse. Was it really? Shirley Temple. I mean. She, she, she. She was a toddler, a sexy toddler. Like It was crazy that she'd walk around businessmen going, it's the good Hey, mister. It's the good ship. She's she's twerking on men's lap. There's no, not a mom in sight, not a babysitter. Yeah. She's literally at war dancing for the soldiers, like in these yeah, movies. It is kind of crazy. Can you, hold on. Have hold you on. ever seen Shirley Temple in blackface? I'm Googling it right now. Have you ever seen it? It's, it's, uh, it's called, I want to say it's. Uh, this is, by the way, and what I'll say is whoever did this, uh, must be related to Trudeau's blackface guy because yeah. it is so perfectly applied. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you how it happens. So Hold on, I don't even know how it happens. I'm going to check the whoop band. It'll tell me. Wait, didn't me and you text about this at one point? Probably. But I'm but I'm just saying this has been an obsession of mine because I think I'm at a point, Bert. I think we've talked about this, oddly enough. Probably. I think me and you are texting back and forth because I watched this movie. We didn't text. I think we might have talked about it maybe on your podcast. I did talk about it on Rogan once because I think we're all in this moment where we're going, okay, we're comics. We have opportunities. Our uh, comedy fans want to see us in movies. They want to see us in TV shows. But we're kind of like feel weird about Hollywood people. And yeah. we don't trust them in, uh, that much. But we want to make TV shows. So do we have to do these deals with the devil? So for me, I think on some level, I got really good at TV. So I could go comics. We need a comic Comics shouldn't work with people that, uh, I'm not saying they shouldn't work with people that aren't comics, but. The, they shouldn't work with people that don't get comics. That's it. Because you, you need. You, that's, and that don't yeah. respect us, that um, want to uh, handcuff us, uh, that think that we're, uh, that think that we're just like these idiot children that they have to wrangle. Um, and so. We, and allow us to trust our instincts and then, and then trust our instincts also. We know what's funny, you guys. We know what's funny. We have been, I've been to. Penguins, Pittsburgh, every year have you, and then they tell you what's relatable. They tell you what America's gonna get. You have an idea as a comic, you go yeah. in and they go, yeah, but is that relatable? I think the, I think the, the things Office are, things is are a moving. show that makes fun of poor people. It's funny show. Yeah, 
Oh, they, they couldn't do the office now. But if we go in and try to tell networks, this is what we know is funny because we're out there in the trenches yeah. and we have a direct line to the fans and they go, yeah, but maybe you should be a firefighter. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Uh, Just give me the beer, money. Mine's beer salesman. They always yeah. go, you're a beer salesman. And I'm like, uh. On the NBC sitcom Whitney, I just wanted to do ex- like exactly what I was doing. It was like it was about being in a relationship with with a guy that had money and I didn't want to take any of his money because I grew up poor and I didn't I don't want anything I don't deserve and I don't want anything I didn't earn. Yeah. Right? And then It's pretty spot on to Whitney. <laughs> I don't want anything I don't deserve, you know? Yeah. And so the character is like Tell him that. She's t- <laughs> By the way, hey Bert, she deserves so much more than she, she has. She deserves a little bit more. <laughs> She deserves way more homes. Yeah, she, well, and I don't des- worry, she's on way, it. I deserve way more bra- diamond bracelets. Yes, yes, you do. From you and Le- but I think that like now it's like we're in this weird situation. You're doing movies, like I want to get back into TV. I just am not gonna let have a bunch of people that went to school for advertising tell me what people in Nebraska I wore the shirt for you. Nebraska oh, shirt. That's where I shot my special. People in uh, Omaha think is funny because you guys have never been to Omaha. You won't visit, and you think everyone that lives there is stupid. It's crazy. Everyone said to me when we I don't said, think that well, you I guys do. I, they said, "Why would you shoot it in Omaha?" And I said, "You're being serious." I said, "Have you ever been to Omaha? It's a pretty cool place, Best. and and there's great fans, and they're comedy fans. They've been Colleen Quinn has created a comedy." community in Omaha, Nebraska that great comics go into. Great comics from all walks of life. Do you know the do you know how great the comedy fans are in Nebraska? They're fucking amazing. Do you know the oh, of course you just shot your Do you know the Larry the Cable Guy story of the Fourth of July? No. So Larry the Cable Guy from Nebraska, Omaha, right? Yeah, lives just outside of Omaha. Good, yeah. This was I don't know when this was. Corroborate it. Someone tell me if I'm wrong on the details. Um uh uh but I think about this a lot. He was, when he was touring, when Larry the Cable Guy was touring, like, big, when they were doing, you know, baseball fields and arenas and, yeah. you know, whatever. He was so popular. Uh, he was touring the 4th of July uh, was the only date he had free. And he was trying to slot in doing Omaha to do a coming home show. So he said, the only day I can do is the 4th of July. So they had wow. him come perform on the 4th of July and they rescheduled America's birthday to the 5th. They moved the fireworks to the 5th. So that Larry the Cable Guy could perform on July Fourth, they moved America's birthday so that they could go see comedy. They rescheduled. They pushed it. They That's pushed the fireworks. Epic. They've pushed the fireworks all, a day. All I, all I can hear. And in everyone this. was like, "That's a good choice. We'd all, rather laugh and we'll celebrate the birth of America tomorrow." All I could hear in this story was, "How much fun do you think a Fourth of July show could be?" I think you got to do it pretty early, or not. No. You Ooh, don't. actually, why? That's actually a really good point. I feel like for some reason, like as comics, it's like New Year's Eve. I'm always working. Valentine's Day, always working. Big night. But Fourth of July, for some reason, I feel like people just want to see fireworks. You do it in a stadium, right? Here's the thing. You we get should a- do a thing where we do come see fireworks and come see comedians get fired from their jobs. We'll say something that gets us fired. Yeah. And then- oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll set off fireworks on stage. 
Bring up Mark Norman. He'll fucking murder. He'll fucking kill. That's we should Fourth of July. We should do like an annual Fourth uh, of July like fireworks show. That's just people blowing up their careers. He lives. met he met uh, Guy Fieri at my, at my house in. That's not how you pronounce it. That's how you pronounce it, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. No. Yep. That's nope. how you pronounce it, Guy Bert, Fieri. Bert. He's I, he's, Bert, one of my, he's one of my you close said, friends. How do you say the stuff that they pour concrete? Cement. Cement. Okay, my last name is Cummings. I can't say semen any more than I already cement. have to. Cement, right? Cement. Concrete, cement. Crayon. Crown. I, I, <laughs> do the, I do that. I do that. I say crown. No, also, I say crown. Also, say crown. you know what I did recently? What? I was with uh, uh, my friend Dan Levy's daughter, and we were playing with crayons, and I was like, where's the where's the nude crayon? Oh, because nude was a... Remember, beige yeah. used to be nude. Nude... Yeah. Meant white person. Isn't that wild? And then my sister, uh, my sister. No, nope, my sister's back in my life, so I just say her name all the time. What do they call a yellow crayon? Yellow. Yellow. You're just coward. You're just a coward. <laughs> call the Coldplay crayon. I don't know, but also uh, what was it uh, Girl Scouts? So I don't know. Is- uh, no, it's uh, it, they still call them that. Girl Scout. Um, it's Girl Scouts. So Dan's wife is uh, Dan Levy, good friend of mine, comic. Uh, I always, every year, I just buy all the Girl Scout cookies because yeah. Girl Scouts, it's basically making the mom have to work and sell these cookies. It's now, it's just a, it's, it's such um, a racket. Samoa's. Some, that's my favorite Girl that's Scout cookie. my favorite cookie. Girl Scout cookie by far. By far. I think the Girl Scouts need to be shut down immediately. The whole thing is just making moms have to do more jobs to sell cookies. Well, we, I just brought, I just bought cookies at how a mall. How about this? You know what? How about this? Girl Scouts, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something. Teach them how to cook. Teach them how to make cookies. Teach them how to do something except get the thing and then sell it in a little mini skirt and like flirt with strangers. It's a weird thing to teach kids how to do. Teach them skills. I was in the Girl Scouts, okay? Yeah. I was in the Girl Scouts. We didn't pay the bills and I got sent home and I didn't, couldn't afford the patches and all that shit. I had to draw them on myself. It's the whole thing. But I, at 26 years old, first time I was able to afford a car, Okay, after I did a, uh, uh, I got, you know, $30,000, the first time I've ever made that kind of money, I did a campaign with Lexus, and that was like, and I went, and I, they gave me a discount, and I was able to, at 26 years old, I, Byron Allen had fixed my credit, because uh, I couldn't get, rent anything, get it, because I didn't have credit, and then I was able to get a hybrid Lexus. Yeah. Within 24 hours of having the Lexus, I filled it up with diesel fuel, destroyed the car, no. Why was I in Girl Scouts and no one told me the difference between and I and I went, oh, this is a hybrid. Yeah. The nozzle is green. I'm gonna use the green well, nozzle. It's but it's interesting you say that because Leanne was a Girl Scout troop leader and she brought all the Girl Scouts to Wadawi, Alabama, and taught them stuff about like how to I mean, first of all, they learned a lot about camping, but taught them a lot of stuff with her her father. But why till twenty seven did I think a four oh one K was a marathon? They didn't teach you. They didn't teach question. you like shit. I actually needed to know. Well, back then, yeah, of course, of course. It's a yeah. racket. It's you're using children and pretending to make women strong. I think it's changed. I think it's changed. Okay. Call Dan Levy's wife. Okay. What's I, her name? Okay, I'll do it right now. Hold on. Where's uh Pat? Don't freak out. <laughs> and in the meantime, I'm going to show you something that I'm working on, uh, because I can't not solve problems that no one asked me to solve. Okay. To save my life, uh. I want to start a new Girl Scouts. 
I like this already. And, okay, I want to start a new Girl Scouts that teaches them skills they actually need. Right? Like the come on the tits thing. I've started collecting pins to start my own Girl Scout uh, troop for my friends' kids. And we're going to start doing it at my house every Sunday. I love this. And we're going to do it with horses. We're going to do wolf therapy, equine therapy. Like, Do you realize how many kids would love? Like if, if you said to my daughters, Whitney's starting a Girl Scout troop. Would you like to go over to her house and, and, and have, have your Sunday there? Uh-huh. They would fucking love it. I'm going to like, we're going to be like. Guys, this- we're rescuing bees out of the pool. So this, we're learning learning how to uh, 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 keep your own beehives. Remember the at your house, we're going to put in milkweed to restore the monarch population. Yes, then, that's and the, badass. And then for the, that, you're going to get the sunflower pin for doing that. I'm going to teach you guys how to give blowjobs for like with no teeth. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> but this is like you know that uh, av- cutting avocados is one of the main injuries in LA in the ER it's called avocado hand people cut avocados and put the knife through their hand I'm no. going to teach you how to cut an avocado without cutting your hand off and then you're going to get this pin the avocado pin I got this... to a fight with a woman at a party about an avocado do tell she was also we were, what party I can't we were picture Playa Del Rey really okay. nice house and the woman was cutting Who's the avocado. party? Who's party? Uh, it was some uh, some guy was looking after the house. So it was a really nice house, but no one lived was there. Was this but recently? This was when Leanne and I were just. Okay. Maybe we had Georgia. Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But I but she uh, was peeling the avocado with a knife, and and then and I and I said and I thought it was Leanne, and I go, "You're doing that wrong," and she went, "Excuse me," and I said. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were my wife. She goes, you thought you were, I was your wife? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, I feel sorry for your wife that you'd correct her in doing something. I said, I feel sorry for your husband. You don't know how to peel an avocado. And then, <laughs> and the, yeah, and, and but she didn't know how to, I mean, how do you not know how to peel an avocado? So just so everyone knows, you take the knife, you put it in, you run it around the, the seed. You go like this and then run around, then grab it, and then run around. Then you split it in half. Then pop the knife, the edge of the knife, into the avocado seed. Have you done this when something's it. burning? No. I've, you should do a whole episode just like avocado I love, toast. I love I, the first Kevin James introduced me to avocados. I'd never had an avocado in my life until I met Kevin James. We were at uh That's how that's how how um talking about white privilege. I, I mean, it's a bit, no, it's the opposite. It's like this is how, and I think I'm learning this more and more, like comedians, because you know, our job is to be relatable, our job, you know. There's things about us that are very odd. In some ways, we're like Nell. Remember the movie Nell? Wait, is it the the, the fact that you speak? never experienced an avocado before meeting Kevin James? Like, yeah. like that's not a normal. Like, I'm struggling a little bit going like, oh, with my background, like I don't know how to play gin rummy. I don't know how to play chess. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh but, my god! Are but you being serious? No are you one being taught serious? me. How about this? I haven't seen Goonies. Like. Oh like we have these blind spots that I think a lot of people don't have because number one, we've been on the road for 20 years trying to make strangers laugh and we haven't gotten to hang out at parties. And like, I'm not like, I realize like I'm not socialized. Like I don't know how to play chess, to play name a card. Like, and I get embarrassed and I don't want to people to think I don't know, or who am I going to get to teach me? I can't like, I almost want to ask my assistant, like, can you help me learn card games so I can go to parties and not look like an like an idiot? Like, oh. I don't know how to play Pictionary. Like, I don't know the oh. rules. It, it it it's. It, I'm not trying to like. It sounds sad. We found a new. We found a new game called uh, Banana. 
Cause like and I it's one of the funnest. I started fun. buying cards because I want to learn how to play card games. Really? Because what? Because what happens? Because and I'm like, oh, I don't have any hobbies. All I do is work. Like obviously, it's, you know, hobbies with, are overrated. But they are. Well, the problem is every time I, I, I get a hobby, I turn it into a business. Me I too. Can, I can, Me too. That, I took up leather working. And look, and look, I literally <laughs> after. Did you? Yeah. Do you I know that I want to start? Um, I want to start welding. And then, and then immediately you're gonna figure out how to make jewelry, uh, jewelry, jewelry. Okay, watch so, it, watch five. it, and then sell it at your shows. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, ah, oh, shit. But I'll also, cause what it is is I have all these like things. Once your parents die, there's all these like family jewels and stuff. But I don't want to wear my mom's engagement ring from the most cursed marriage ever. That's so funny. I had a, a an engagement ring, almost identical to that that I found at SeaWorld a long time First ago. First of all, fuck SeaWorld. When, hold on, back when you could go to SeaWorld before the thing. It you were it, you mean you it, you jumped in your own pool? Just when you it was just killing trainers. That's it. That was all it was. Just the set, by the trainers. way, the people are like, but the whales are happy. The second that bitch had a ponytail, she was dead. Yup. He was waiting to kill her for years. Secret time, secret time, secret time, hardcore secret time. Fuck SeaWorld, dude. We did uh we did a an integration with SeaWorld for Travel Channel, and they're like uh they're like, hey man, uh First of all, it was funny shit. It was fun as shit. But I'm sure that animals We didn't, didn't know. We didn't know. We've been, you know, we also no, 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 thought, no, 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 we no. Also we thought child labor was normal at one point. No, we all we knew at the time. The knew it, we knew at the time. And they said, Hey, we need you to put on a um put on a wetsuit and it was a, a SeaWorld of the stomach. You can Google it, you can find me in a SeaWorld outfit. And I put it on and everyone in the crew was like, Oh, I go, what? And one guy goes, it's like you're wearing a Nazi uniform. <laughs> I go, really? He goes, they're the bad guys. I mean, you got it emblazoned on your chest. See if you can find me in a SeaWorld outfit. I swear to God. And I was like, but I had so much fun playing with the fucking I know. walruses. And they I were know. like fucking scooting me around the pool. It's rough. Oh, here you are. I got him. Hold yeah. on. There he is. In the SeaWorld. In the SeaWorld. I go, and I don't even look good in it. I'm fat as fuck. I'll say really quick. Okay, so just. Actually, I'm not as fat as I am now. His avocado hand. When someone tries to cut an avocado, and they go straight through their hand. Secret time. Yep. Been there. Been there. I don't. Not think with that. an avocado. Look at that. With thing. a vitamin with a vitamin E tablet. Okay. I had a I had a vitamin E tablet. Whitney, you can see it right here. This is the scar. You can see it right there. I had a vitamin E tablet right there. I was working for Animal Planet. Oh, no, vitamin E. Vitamin That's like e the tablet. only vitamin I've never heard of. Vitamin E is a, is really, you don't need to eat it. You oh. can break them open and put it on your skin. I was going to say, okay, yeah. I know it topically. I didn't know about it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have the tablet right there. <laughs> I'm <We're>, like, ecstasy? <laughs> we're about to go get drinks. And and I go, let me just put, I got sunburned. Let me put this on. And I have a wine opener. So I have the little thing, the little blade on the wine opener. <laughs> through my hand. Uh, pokes out this side, but does not go through it. Doesn't go through, all the way through it. And my favorite line out of that, I go into the hospital and I showed her what happened. And she goes, oh, how did that happen? And I go, stigmata. She goes, stigmata? And I went, I know. I didn't believe it either. So, but can you just, and about it was so fucking painful. It was so painful. The hand, well, because also that reminds me of, remember when um, uh, 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 David Blaine went on Rogan's uh, podcast and he did the thing where he, the magic trick where he puts like a, a what is a sword or what is this, a pokey thing, a needle on a large needle through his hand. Oh, what a brilliant move. 
to do magic tricks on a podcast. Remember he where people can't see them, and you go watch. Okay, for you guys listening, I'm gonna show Whitney a podcast right now. You ready? I'm gonna show a Whitney on a, an audio yeah. only podcast. Hey, so for those of you listening, I got a magic trick. I'm gonna show Whitney. Okay, watch this, Whitney. I am about to disappear. By the count of three, you'll no longer see me. Okay, three, two, one. Money bird, why aren't we podcast magicians? We would be the I'm about to saw I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Everybody. I'm about to saw this woman in half. Because <laughs> that's where the real shit is because the human imagination makes it way better. I don't know why they're not doing pod, pod porn podcasts. <laughs> what are we all right, Whitney, let's I have sex. I think they are. It's called Whitney, let's, let's have sex. You ready? Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. Hold, hold on. on. Wait, hold on. I do want to say I have all this lingerie here that I brought out for you guys. These are your bras. Hold on, let me make sure none of the underwear's been used. Because sometimes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Sometimes you wear underwear in a sexual situation. This, and by it, the way, they smell phenomenal, Pete. Smell, these I are mean, bras. This is, these are this bras. This is pretty creepy. This but here's the thing: creepy. even when I buy sexy lingerie, it is these like muted tones. It is these like you know what? The nude crayon made an imprint on me as a child. I, the I nude crayon. Because I, this is my attempt to be like, look at me. I'm just a, I'm just a, like a, like I, this was my attempt to get like the Caddyshack set. Like, look at me. I'm just a little. I like that they, candy striper. I, I like that they go, they go bigger in the butt. But why do I think this is, is this color, flesh thing? color is sexy? Oh my god, can I borrow those? For what? For what? Take them to Leanne. Hang those it. are fucking hot as shit. Give me these. But hold on. God damn it. This is like that's the one I grabbed first. Okay. Uh, and then this one. But hold on. But this, there's one. This is not. This is a. This is like for a cancer. No, 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 no. That bra this is that bra is an event bra. This is what where is I sh this? this is where I shine. Okay, this is what I think is supposed is like, like I think with lingerie, I think you guys want to get it off so fast. No, I, that's a, <laughs> a, it's an eighth grade mistake. But hold on, my new thing is just wear lingerie that you don't take off at all. That's the that's that's where you. So this guy, right? You want that, right? That thing. Let me see. What's your heart rate on your whoop band? Did it go up? Did it go it's up? Climbing. No, I think you got it. Wait. I think that's your mistake with the no. whoop band is that this is going to tear uh, people apart. If you and I are dating and I come out in lingerie, I want to go, let me see your whoop band. That, or when a hot girl walks by, I want to go, let me see your whoop band. Do you, realize, do you realize, I, 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 I'm going to say this to you honestly. Do you realize what she'd do for your life? First of all, you get a great girlfriend, right? Great girlfriend. But she wakes up I'm, every morning telling you, this is how we fix you, Pete. First of all, we're getting rid of this bucket hat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's 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 throw some uh, VO5 hot oil treatment in that hair. But the bucket hat, there's more going on under the bucket hat. What do you mean? There's something like when people have a thing that they do that it's like you're like, that's a wild choice. There's something else going on. The the moment. There's the a like moment. you don't want to do your hair. You you have a thing. Does it, is it because it's raining that you're wearing the bucket hat? No, I'll tell you what it is. You have frizzy hair. Yeah, there's a reason for the bucket hat. The the second I I would. I would give my earnings for fully loaded, which are, are going to be meager because I pay for I pay for a lot of other. Products. And you're paying me way too much. It's, I I would give my earnings for the moment you broke him and he told you what he thinks and feels because Pete is about very what? very life about life. Pete is very closed up. 
Can I his, tell you something, Bert? Please. You're his boss. Am I not supposed to do that? No, no. You wouldn't know. No, I live with the guy. I live with the guy. He's I like, know, but but do you really want to hear your assistant's like hardships? I kind of know some of them. But what? But that's like a weird. It's like it's. I'm realizing because oh no 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 you and I are cool bosses. Like like literally, I hang like I hire people I want to be friends with. Okay, let me and then I go. Let's talk about your childhood, and I think they're kind of like, well, you're my boss, so like we we've never really worked with professional professional bosses in a lot of ways, and I think that he might be super emotionally stunted and not be able to talk about his feelings, but even if he could, it'd be weird to do it with his boss. I don't want him to do it with me. What I want, what I want. I want to be there in the morning in my gym where I'm working out and Pete shows up 15 minutes late and his clear has been crying all night and he comes in and he goes. No, no, no. What, how, does it, how is it clear? Because his what band told him he cried all night? His what band cr- told him. It's, it's like, yo, you're dehydrated. <laughs> he cried all night. And then he comes in and he goes, fucking Whitney, man. We sat out by your fireplace and, I mean, it was like fucking amazing. I mean, I, I think, wait, hold on. Let's not go through them so fast. Okay, but I, there, this is my, ba- this is not a good batch of bras and sexy lingerie. I think I have a better batch somewhere. I'll find them. Uh, but I think, I think that's the, hmm. what's the fucking string thing? I'll tell you. This what one is, is it? I want to see on. what it looks like this, on me. I have to be honest. Let's with you. see I, what... I, Here's what I'm good at. Uh, hold on. I'm really, we will, okay. Give me the string tip one. Wait, this one. Oh, this guy. This one is. To- oh, I stopped reaching around my fucking chest. Well, well you can adjust it. Uh, Whitney. So, Whitney. Whitney. Let's see if it reaches. Lizzo. Let's make sure we don't uh, David Carradine and Burt Kreischer right now. But this. Oh, expectate. Oh my god. This Bert has. I knew why the bras came out. Bert was looking for an excuse to take his shirt off. I would love. Now we have it. Mm. So what if I got a bra sponsor? Here's the, by the way, I don't see why you shouldn't because I think men should be able to buy lingerie for their woman. And you guys. This is as much as you helped me? <laughs> I thought you were putting it on me. <laughs> well, you're sorry that you're wearing my merch. His hat has uh, a photo of uh, a painting of me during the pandemic on it. Oh my God. This is wait, hold on, hold so on. Can you, wait, hold do on. I need to go ben, over my shoulders? By the way, look how worn this is. Do you see all the like deodorant and powder on it? Oh, you know me, dudes. Fuck you in this, okay. and I'm wearing it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Put it around my back. Put it around my back. No, yeah, I, I no, was wearing no. it when I got sued by our friend. Are you serious? I have been fucked. In see it, if you can go. <laughs> no, th- this Bert. No, this is this is not going to go past your um, ribcage. But it looks good like this. But why, like, don't guys do this for us? I see why now. <laughs> <laughs> So this is birth control for men. Women won't me, fuck you. This is me walking out of Whitney's bedroom. It didn't go the way I planned. <laughs> I swear to God. But did, gonna talk but about can I just a TV can show. I just tell you like remember like how I just this said smells so aggressive. What does it smell like? It smells like sex. It does. It smells like good smells, like good smells. Oh yeah, that smells like the um the perfume I wear when I'm ready for war, when I need to like asphyxiate a man. It's this is this is pretty. That's hot as shit. That's very hot. So here's the thing. So here's what I want. This is like a good opportunity because if you <laughs> didn't, if, if you, this is like crocodile hunter shit. But I'm if, just grabbing it by the tail, seeing if it bites me. <laughs> but like, if you didn't know about the come on my face, please don't come on my pussy, so I don't have to be on birth control or whatever it is. Can you just picture bef- a woman putting lingerie like before you're about to go out and have sex? I just want you to know, it's like I'm gonna go have sex with this guy. I have a house. I have a big business. I need to make sure he feels like the man, 
right? Mm -hmm. That's I use lingerie to make myself seem less Whitney Cumming, less powerful, submissive little Interesting. girl. Interesting. I just had to start buying ropes. Oh, these are socks. Hold on. <laughs> I started buying these black ropes. And I'm like, do you need to hang me from a noose? Like, what do you need to do to make me like a tiny little baby that's not going to emasculate you? So I'm like, just in my bathroom, like. I'm like, I send an email. Uh, that's, that's the thing, because you do a math. I send an email that's like, let's wire birth that 50 grand, and then I'll da 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 da. And then I'm doing all my business. Then I'm like, here we go. Time to put on the uniform. <laughs> Duct tape over my face. And I'm like, uh, help, fuck me, fuck me. Like, I have to make myself so, like, tiny and uh, beta. And I use lingerie to do that. So I do that, in, I do that, but hang on. I, so me, this to be lingerie fair, is going, who, me? I'm just a little tiny woman from the 50s who's in the kitchen. And oh, I'm, that's exactly, can I tell you that's exactly what I was thinking? So this is me, with, so, so that's I, why I, I buy I, white. It is the 50s, I go 50s, I go 50s. I think guys like that, because that was a better, uh, um, that's when women were behaving how they should behave. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And this you makes said you go, it, not me. This makes me go, oh, don't worry. I, I don't think I'm supposed to be running TV shows. I'm just supposed to be in the kitchen in my skirt making, um, I don't know, I don't know anything about cooking, fuck. Making the pork. <laughs> making, make, making, making the cooking thing. Making uh, huh? the, I, uh, uh, the, I literally thought about something's burning. The caviar. The, I'm, I'm our, just whipping up a little I'm batch just, of caviar. I'm just doing the pork roast in the kitchen where I belong. Who, me? So it's like, um, <laughs> and by the way, you can catch this on the show. You just caught me sneaking a peek going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Wendy. By the way, I think part if if Bert finds this bra look attractive right now, it's only because the name of the city. He just Nebraska. did a special. The state of the city. He did a special. It is a part of is the it's almost more. It's almost more. It's almost more. You know, it'd be crazy. I think I have to do because of whatever my personality is. And Bert, I'm glad we're talking about this. And this isn't a tangent because there have been a couple times I've been on your podcast or I've done something burning the Tim Dillon episode. And you bring it up where you're like, what's it like dating you? I, but Whitney, I think Everyone about that all the time. Everyone wants to know. Well, yeah, and I think I've about never that all answered the time. it. I think about that all the time because you are you're a powerhouse of a human. And meaning that every time I'm around you, you change the way I think, change the way I feel, you change the way I run my business. And I go like... God damn it! I mean, I remember Leanne. I, this is a secret time, secret secret time. I won't say the whole thing. Okay. I'll say the I'll say the whole thing. But Leanne goes. I won't say the whole thing, I'm, but I will I will say the half of it. The first time, I think it was the first time you like hung out with me and Leanne and the girls. We were in the front yard, and uh, I'll say the whole. This thing. was at the old house, the previous house. Yeah, I'll say the whole thing, uh, but but give me the option to take it out. Bert, just why in case. are you pretending you're not gonna overshare? I'm gonna overshare, but I'm not. But I'm on the fence because I don't want to. I know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But but this is also. Can I just say what? This is why you were chosen uh, uh, doing the roast with you, and why we were able to do the roast this way. Because you're you just watched a comedian be a good person and not want to hurt anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We feel well, guilt. You. We feel it's like uh, with Chris Rock before he got punched in the face and no one stood up. He was backstage going, "Is that too far? Is that too far? I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Let me just do the fucking GI Jane joke." We're not monsters. We're not punching down. We're not animals. This is how we feel when we're like, oh, should I say it? No, no, I don't want to. Uh, we are very respectful when we disrespect someone. Yeah. I want to, sh I just, even if we cut the story out, I yeah. want to show the moment of going, I know you guys think that we're just like throwing grenades and we're just like, we uh, uh, perseverate constantly. Perseverate is such a great fucking word. I perseverate non-fucking stop. I'm we're, a Because we're in fear. Should I say this? Should I not say this? I don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. He's going, I don't want to hurt someone. 
Yeah. But I want to make strangers laugh because we our job is to keep it's, everyone. It, that's the fucking thing that catches me up is I go, I. I have the, oh, this is okay. I literally have a, a sorry, like a rope around my neck. Sorry, let's just. Um, that was, I was just paying homage to Anthony Bourdain. Apologies. <laughs> That's the, well, I never do that either. I never go. <laughs> you did it at the roast a couple times. Did I, I? I think Bert, one of my favorite things, like like having you on the roast, and we'll get back to your story that you may or may not tell. But that was a beautiful moment because I just want people to see that that you're bullying comedian. Like we just want to make people laugh, and we are the life of the party. And when we hurt some or disrespect someone or say something negative, we're going. How do we do? How do I hurt nobody but make everybody laugh? Yeah. And. Well, it's, it's, it's my, in the special I have now, I, I have a joke in there that Isla wanted me to take out, and I offered her 10 grand for it. I said, I'll give you 10 grand if you put, it's so funny, I took my, I put my tits up and you put yours off. We literally, you just put, that was very wild. I, uh, I, uh, but I, 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 I don't run the risk, I do it. I, I, I bulldoze people, I have a big wake, and I don't think twice about things and i i overshare horrifically our job is to kind of humiliate ourselves hurt ourselves you're going out there and hurting yourself you yeah. know you're sort of like the roasts are verbal mma right mm -hmm. that's why i yeah. love the roast so much it's mma but it's verbal but what we did that 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 comedy central wasn't doing before is we made sure that the people doing the verbal mma and the roast were in the same weight class right yeah. only heavyweights what they started doing is heavyweights and featherweights that's not fun to watch yeah. someone's going to get hurt. And yeah. we saw it with Pam Anderson. We saw it with all these people that were on roast that were like, I'm a celebrity. Why is Greg Giraldo slam? I'm a famous actress. Why is Greg Giraldo? But that's what he was hired to do. And he can't put, you know, et cetera. So that's why I think our roasts were so fun because it was heavyweights only. Yeah. Comics only. It was only. comics, comics. Yeah. No one gets hurt. So I was like very careful about who I put on it. And I think we're similar in the way that like I only want to do stand up if uh, the, the people that come to see the shows I want to be friends with them. If you think I what I just said was funny, we're buddies, dude. Uh, I'm not. I, yeah. When I see comics like they don't want to take pictures with their fans, they don't want to talk to them. I'm I know. Like, I know. I know a couple comics. I know a couple comics that aren't fans of their fans. Why are you doing material that's attracting people that you don't want to be in the same room with? It's amazing. I, I don't understand. It, it's. I think. It, I think it eats them up. I think. I know one guy. I won't say. His that's name. my nightmare. That's a he prison. He hates his fans. That's, I talked to Nate Bargatze about this. About Nate's a couple the guys. But a couple guys. He was like, you know, it's so crazy. He's like this. Dot dot dot. He like literally legit hates his fans. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. He's like, it's fucking crazy. And and both of us, I, I how do you love get up fans. in the morning to work hard? I when I get on a plane, I, if I'm doing three connections to, you know, St. Louis or whatever it is, the only reason I can get through it is because I know the people in that room yeah. are going to be the coolest people in St. Louis to me. They, if they like me, I think they're cool. My mean reason. My I daughters are like, I would never date one of your fans. I go, I would hope you would. They're fun because well, yeah, they're all sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> No, the Georgia, when she went to college, there were guys who were fans of mine. And I was like, oh, I wanted to say to her, they're the same lost dude I was. But can I say something about what she's saying? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pretending to know what she meant. Yeah. But that also could have been like, I just, I, I want someone to love me for me and not because I'm your daughter. Uh, Women, it's so hard for us. It's, uh, it's so hard for us to find people that love us for us. And I think that's also a weird little trapping of fame that yeah. I didn't anticipate, which is like, and I'm not saying I'm so famous, whatever, but it's like, I, it didn't occur to me that 
I had anything to offer anybody because my self-esteem is so low. I'm just this piece of shit. Da, 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 da. And then I was like, oh, wait. And then someone once told me, like, well, that guy you're dating, he's like a star fucker. And, like, my first thought was, like, does that mean I'm a star? <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh, my God. There will – and you're with someone. I, there, I will never be able – maybe not ever. I will not be able to um, – have a pure connection. I'll always wonder why someone is with me. I put myself in a situation where I'll always be used yeah. and always be loved for something. There, that will always be a variable, and it's a weird little prison of your own making that is so worth it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's such a small price to pay because we also we're, we're the people with the sharpest intuition. So my intuition will tell me if this is if you're using me or not. I just have to turn my intuition on because I also come from being used and treated like an ATM machine. So it's like. I kind of feel okay with that because it makes me think I'm useful. I'm, you know, that's my codependent thing. Yeah. And I think that also my little, and, and because I know you love me for real and I love you for real, I owe you like some explanations on, you know, and the last time I was on something spurning, you were like, um, it was, it was, what happened during the pandemic? Like I was at my codependent bottom, which is like I was, remember I was having comedians in my house. I was paying people's bills because it was the pandemic. Yeah. And I was so, like, to me, when people in my life are not financially secure, I know how awful that feels. So yeah. I tried, I just I'm like, well, let me pay your debt. Let me take care of your student loan. Let me do that. And I didn't realize how much that toxifies a relationship, even though you're really just trying to give them the gift of, of, not, freedom. of not worrying about money. And yeah. that is a gift to me because I was, I had $7 for 10 years on Miller, uh, next to Pink Dot. And I, the fear, you can't write jokes. You can't be fun on stage. You can't, cause I, I like to say to a comic, like, oh my God, you're so brilliant and whatever. If you didn't have this debt hanging over you, imagine how great you would be on stage. Yeah. Because you're not like, uh, you're able to just be free. like, And so I tried to give people that, a lot of people that freedom. And it made my French, it made me, um, I, I lost the purity. It's like of, of friendship, which is, you know, uh, one thing we do in equine therapy is the first thing, you know, people say when they want to go develop a relationship with a horse, let's say. They go, well, let's go give it carrots. Let's give it treats. We say, that's the worst thing you can do. Why? Why should you never give a horse treats? If you're asking me, mm -hmm. because you establish, a, it's like you're never supposed to feed an alligator, because then they can't tell why where the chicken stops and the hand starts. Is that not why? <laughs> Is that not why? <laughs> I guess you can feed alligators. <laughs> if it's just like it's so fun to be in love with a man <laughs> that I'm not sexually attracted to. Thank you. Amy. It's just like I it's just I haven't had I have not had men in my life that were good men. I'm I, I'm going to say it. I didn't have a lot of data that men were like this that any man could be like you and uh you know I and then uh, you basically in your 20s at least in my case was recreating my childhood circumstances and just gravitating towards the same kind of man. Yeah. And then my data was all men are like this. When in reality, and I would go, all men do this. No, bitch, all the men you gravitated towards because oh, yeah. that was your main I did blueprint. That, I did that with dudes and and dudes. We do it with friends too. I did it with dudes. I would I would gravitate towards dudes who could take liberties with me that uh, I, that I would forgive, and they would do things that were a little aggressive. And, did you make and, excuses like, oh, but he's just having a rough day. He's going through a divorce. Well, yeah. If you want to get by in comedy, you just let him ha let it happen. Or like, who am I to judge? And I think we also see friendship. You and I are both like this as going, you know, I make mistakes too. I'm going to love this person anyway. That's oh, what a oh, good friend hardcore, is. Hardcore, hardcore. I remember when we went to But the sometimes improv. the best thing we can do for people is remove our presence so they can have a consequence. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then they, they can't grow if we love them regardless, always. My buddy Eddie Maybe. Fernandez came out to L.A. He's like, he's like a man. He's like a regular man. Like a man. And and we went to the improv, and, and uh, I won't say names, but uh, some guy was like, uh, being fresh. It was a comic who was m- way more successful. And he was making fun of me and, like, and like almost, like, humiliating me. Oof. And, 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 and he was something way more successful than me, so I just let it happen. And then Eddie mm. goes, are we going to smack this guy or what? Mm. And I go, I was like, no, no, no. He's like a really successful comic. Just mm-hmm. let it go. And he goes, fuck that. Mm-hmm. He goes, what happened to you, man? Let's beat this guy's ass. Yeah. And I was like, Eddie, just trust me. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And he was, like, he was like, dude, what happened to you? You changed. He was like, you would never let a guy do that to you. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but comedy, LA is different. LA is different. And I know that there was a guy named, uh, there was a guy, well, his name was Rick, I think. He was friends with Gary Goldman. Uh, an agent said something foul to a girl, and he slapped the agent in the face, and they banned him from the improv. And the guy quit doing comedy, and he's a, I think he's a social worker in Baltimore now. He defended the, the girl, and the agent was more powerful. And he slapped the agent in the face, or punched the agent, whatever he did. He he did the because you know what the girl would have had to laugh. So it's like to me, I was I mean I t- I talked about this. Uh, uh, you, you don't remember who I was talking about it the other day because all this stuff is you know my parents are uh, mom died and I had to like be in the Stockholm syndrome of denial and my sister's back in my life and it's like I'm getting a lot a lot of these memories are coming back that I had yeah. repressed the things I had to repress to keep going in comedy. Yeah. Not complaining, not coming forward. Don't want anyone to pity me ever, but. Um, I remember there was a, a manager at the Phoenix, whatever fucking thing. Keep going. I know his name. Yep. Smack me on the ass so hard. Yep. He's dead now, by the way. Um, interesting. Yeah. Keep going. And then for me, I'm like, oh, poor guy. Like that's for a how, second, for a second. But that's yeah. how conditioned I am to have compassion for abusers. Cause mm-hmm. I go, oh, well he didn't know hurt people, hurt people. It wasn't his fault. Hurt you know? people, hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people, hurt I'm, people. Yeah. Like whatever. Who gives a shit? Heal, it's your job to heal yourself, whatever. I make excuses because otherwise you just can't proceed. Yeah. If I if I didn't make excuses, I, then I go, what? I can't work with Sky ever again? Like, I need to do, the, you know? Smack me on the ass so hard. I have such a high tolerance for pain. I broke my shoulder snowboarding, didn't go to the doctor for four days, like, didn't eat, like, couldn't put, I had to start, I just accommodated it by using front clasp bras instead of ones you pull over because my uh, rotator tough cuff was torn and then went to uh get it and it was fractured all the way through so it's like i don't i have a high tolerance for pain slapped me on the ass so hard i I, it burned i tears started coming down the side and i started laughing because you that's the only way to not be humiliated is to have to go like hi crazy and then i remember like there was another comic in the room i was like now do the other side like i had to lean into the humiliation to take it the power back Oh, but yeah. then you're training oh, people. Yeah. Then whose fault is it the next time he slaps a girl's ass? Uh, the, I'm the one that said this is okay. I'm so funny. I just had this conversation with someone. Uh, I'm so proud of myself for in my past having stood up for myself. Although in hindsight, but we couldn't do it until I couldn't do it until very recently. Or I, oh, wouldn't I, did, be able to... I did it at a way too young of an age. But I, I, I would, I would dare to say. And I and I said this, and I and I wonder how I feel about this for real. Part of me, part of me. I don't wish that I'd never done it, but the headache that comes up with standing up for yourself, because once you stand up for yourself, it's it's, it's, it's why uh, it's why I, I respect um, I respect like uh, I don't know the right thing to say, but like uh, 
I'm using I'm gonna use a bad example, but when let's say like a, a, a an underrepresented person stands up for themselves and and says this is bullshit, this shouldn't happen. She was the one that with fucking the the judge is still the judge, Clarence Thomas. Yes, Clarence yes, Thomas. Yes, she stood up and, and and she subjected herself to so much humiliation, so much picking apart, so much mm-hmm. tearing apart her reputation. Uh, but you are a whore, correct? You are a whore. That uh, I understand. I I actually understand uh, her regret in standing up for herself, as well as her pride in standing up for herself. And here's what I'll say. Yeah, I, that's the that is so beautifully put. I know you felt like you were struggling saying that. Yeah, it, I, it didn't. It didn't make, feel nope, like it didn't it make so sense. Beauti- it did. Because the first thing I thought was she was dragged publicly, humiliated. But you know what? She sleeps like a baby. Because I sleep she pretty has, good. So I, I sleep. I sleep really good. You know That's what? So funny also, when you talk but, about that one incident, you know, a couple incidents I'm, in my I'm, life. The reason I'm interrupting sh- is because I'm going to lose the bravery to say this. Go, go. Which is I had to publicly come out against uh, one of my best friends about something horrific. Mm-hmm. Not one person stood behind me in the comedy community. Not one especially women, because they don't want me to succeed, and they would have rather me embarrass myself mm-hmm. and get destroyed and be wrong than support the thing they had all pretended they were fighting for than me win. It, I took a huge ding. I, it emotionally broke me. For everyone who asks um, what happened to Whitney during the pandemic, that's what happened. I did the right thing, and... Um, no one stood with me. I did the bravest thing. Uh, I know that now. And uh, it, 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 yeah, it broke me. It's the first time I've ever felt like I want to have, uh, I'm going to have rosé at four. It's the first time I've ever drank during the day because I was in so much pain from that. But I can sleep at night and I look back and I know the second I had some information, I said something, I behaved with integrity. And that's, if we don't have that, you have nothing. I don't have to move through the world with shame or guilt or, and I see a lot of people in our community that are kind of like manic around me and weird with me. And I'm like, yeah, cause you can't look me in the eye cause you didn't do the brave thing and you didn't stand behind me and you know, you didn't. Okay. And that's okay. I didn't need anyone to, it was, it was whatever it was, what it was. But I think that Anita Hill thing, when you go, when you go, I, maybe I'm not meant to be more successful than this. Maybe, maybe God, the universe doesn't want me to go past a certain point. So every time I, something knocks me down and in my brain, I go, oh, this was such a roadblock or this was an obstacle, but maybe I'm not, maybe this is good enough. Maybe I don't need to be Kevin Hart with explosion. You know, maybe I just need to kind of, maybe it's not healthy for me to be any more famous or something. Maybe it's unhealthy for me to be any more successful. Maybe it's too dangerous. Maybe it's whatever. But, um, cause also, I have such wild security issues, you know? I think it's like, you know, so do the guys now. Like we're, we're not, and I have questions for you about this because it's like, I, as we're talking about loving our fans, like I wanna just, I wanna, I literally, every show I'm like, can I, I mean, my last special, I jumped into the crowd and crowd surfed. It was the most fun thing ever. Yeah. I wanna show my fans like, if like, cause I'm now, you know, you've, you've been, you know, you've inspired me so much with how hard you've worked on the road. Everything you have built has been from you touring. When people say, oh, he's selling out, we made the jokes on the road, you sell out the yeah. Smoothie King Arena when you go into your hot tub. Bullshit. It's a joke, it's funny, but Bert has been going back to these towns every year for 20 years. That's why they come back. 
and they go, two people came 15 years ago and they went, that was hilarious. Next year, I'm going to bring, do a double date, two friends. And then you kill again when you come back. And then the next year they go, I'm going to bring my office party. And the next year they go, holy shit, let's bring our family reunion. It, your social media is brilliant and great. It does get people to know you're there, but that's not why they're buying tickets. It's because you have already done that market so many times and the word of mouth in that market. You know, so it pisses me off when anyone says, and they don't really say it about you, but like, oh yeah, this person sells these tickets because they do a lot of social media. Bitch, that's like- any I know, I've heard, I've heard that about me. But it's I heard, not why. I heard a guy say one time- But it's not um, why. And you'll find that- You, you did radio in those markets- I did radio in those markets. For 15 years. There's, a, there's a, a guy that said, he said, he's said it on a podcast, I'm a real comic. I'm not some guy in a Speedo just trying to sell tickets. It bothered me because I had the guy on my podcast, and I was—I thought we were friends. I know we're not. You found out about it after? Someone, someone, the guy, one of the guys on the podcast sent it to me. And uh, when people, when I know people are making um, the only and, and reason, and then he was like, "Hit me up." And he was like, "Yo, he's talking about you. Give you a heads up. He's not your friend." And uh, and then and then and that Do you guy, want to just? Uh, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll write it down. Okay. It's so it's, it'll catch you off guard. You're going to go, really? I almost kind of want to guess because you know that the only reason I go on Twitter anymore is when someone tells me there's like a veiled joke about me from a comic and then I just go to retweet. You may not even know this guy's name. I just like to retweet it. You may not even know that guy's name. Uh, Yeah, I do. Interesting. That does, that to me, looking at the person, I think... There, oh, I know why you did it. I know why you did it. Well, there's also, it's wild that comedians at your level, at our level, we want, we one part of our magical thinking is to think we deserve for people our age that that don't have what we have to not be jealous of us. Say that again. I think I missed it. We have magical thinking. We want it. You want to be able to sell uh, sixty thousand seats, and then have a, uh, another comic your age not be jealous of you. Yes. That, how yes, else? Yes, how, yes. how else are they going to justify why they don't have what you have? They have to say it's about the speedo. So how about this, Dane Cook? I, 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 def- the guy, it, you cannot say someone's not funny if they're selling 20,000 tickets. That's yeah. like you denying the election results. <laughs> you're no, you're no worse. A bunch of these capital stormers out here. I'm just comedy. saying, <laughs> I opened for Dane a couple times. In one time, I remember we were in Sunset, Florida at 20,000 seats. He came out. It was so loud. I had to remove my, people were holding posters they had made. It was younger people, whatever. And then people saying, He's not funny, he's not funny, he's not funny. And, and I was young at the time, and I was just like, well, then what's your excuse if you are? I, so I that, sadly the pers- was never the person that ever thought Dane wasn't funny. I Dane made me giggle from day one. But we don't buy tickets to see oh, comedy. Oh, 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 Who oh, oh. are we to weigh in? The, yeah, the, you know what the funny thing is? Uh, but I just want to say the person. Segura told me about that guy. But this, but this yeah. guy? You and Segura are the most successful comedians in the world that are the same age as this person. And this person is going, if I don't think of a reason I don't have what they have, I'm going to blow my brains out. Well, yeah. I won't go shirtless in a Speedo. It's like when I, if I say about Alex Cooper, you know, she has the biggest podcast. And I'm like, well, I'm not willing to talk about sex and squirting because that's I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. It's it's the way that I justify not having the same numbers, and yeah. it makes me feel better. My ego my ego needs to say that. Yeah. Oh, I. I but it I, still hurts to hear the insult. I, and you watch the subtlety of it, of of the subtlety of like uh, hardcore lefties calling Rogan uh, anti vaxxer and 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 and, a, and an alt right. Can I dude. say something? Sure. Alt lefties right now. 
alt lefties. Are, what, alt, the alt left, alt right, yeah. they're on drugs. They're on edibles. They're on mushrooms. They're on, they're not. By the way, to some be, of the alt right is too. All, I'm just saying, <laughs> do not, there's no point in even talking about these people because the, the people that come for Rogan, they, it's so it's pathetic everyone. because they're making him more successful. Oh, oh, I meant, I meant the people that listen to Rogan is everyone. Everyone listens to Rogan. I, I, I love, I, Man, I fucking love the guy. I know, and I. And I I'm, can't believe we're going. We're going together in Austin. I'm so free. Um, can I tell you? I'm nervous that uh, Joe forgot I'm doing his podcast, and I texted. Joe him. doesn't forget a lot. I feel like. Uh, I gotta. I gotta be like, can't wait to see you on Monday, buddy. <laughs> right? Because like, by the way, how this? Because if you go and he doesn't know you're gonna be there, four Navy SEALs are gonna fucking be holding arrows to your head. Uh, he would. He. I know he would be like, oh. Fuck, I fucked up. Because what I did is when I knew that the day I shot my podcast, shot my special, Netflix came to me with an air date. And they were like, yo, we want you on March 14th. And I was like, okay. And they're like, are you cool with it? And I was like, yeah. It's random as fuck. Uh, hey, Big Boy aired on March 17th. And I loved, mm. I loved that energy. I love that that. That St. Patty's Day energy, I can yeah. I can definitely celebrate, welcome it in. I'm so weird with him. Like I do, I wait for him to ask. Like Who? No Rogan, Joe, because I was thinking. Oh, oh 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 yeah yeah. I never asked to be on his podcast, but I texted him when I knew my special date was coming. Yeah. Because I know Joe. I he, know by Joe. the way, but he posted the trailer for the machine. Like he's he's he. You could ask him, but it's the kind of like. He's so freaking generous, and I know if I ask, he'll say yes, which is why I don't want to ask, because I oh. never want him to think I'm using him. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. He's my friend, right? If he asked to be on my podcast, I would say, of course. If you said, can I do your podcast? Uh, of course. Uh, I had someone- Can I do your podcast had... to promote the roast? But maybe we'll yes, do it. Yes, you know what yes, I yes. Do hold on, really yes, quick? hold on. Fucking okay. yes. Are you kidding? Because I want to do a, like a fight companion where we're watching the roast. Somewhere. Yeah. Like it's like it. comics, it. yeah. writers, comics, and we can go, oh, here was the joke we were going to do. Bradley Martin hit me up to yesterday and he said, hey, can I do your podcast? And I've never met Bradley Martin and I don't know Bradley Martin, but I do know of him. I know enough of him where I, I think he's a pretty cool dude. And I, and I watched enough of his content. I was like, of course. Yeah, of course. And, and, and so as a friend, I would say I'm not going to abuse the privilege of the biggest media company in the world but we don't see it like that it's weird i don't think he thinks of it like that he and does not he does not think of it like that but when i knew the date of my airing i first guy i reached out to i go hey buddy my podcast is coming out march 14th is there any way i can do your podcast he goes let's do it on the 13th it'll air the 14th we'll blow the fuck up out of it and i was like of course when the movie uh te when i wanted to leak the movie teaser i because it was sitting on a shelf i said to joe man Hey, I, I got my teaser. I'd love to show it to you on the podcast. And he was like, let's do it. He liked it. If he didn't mm. like it, he would have said it. He liked it. When when they gave me semi-control of, of, of getting the announce video and and with and with all the things. I've, Joe's been so generous to me. But as a friend, I understand. You have to understand that how he looks at his friends, his friends, yeah. just friends. Yeah. And then also, like, I, I'm hyper aware of how many people are blowing him up on a daily basis. Like I know what my phone looks like, and I'm not Joe Rogan. But he changes his number so often. He's he's actually like he has boundaries for days. Like like Bert, you and I both. I'm not saying we have to work on this, but we're very similar, and that we, you know, we let people have so much access to us because we don't see ourselves as like you know, and yeah. we allow ourselves to be used, and we and we allow ourselves to be ATM machines. But I don't mean that always money, energy yeah. ATM machines. Like, uh, I'm definitely an energy ATM. I do the same thing. I have people that book shows and bringer shows, and it, and and 
people that need things, I actually give them more access to me weirdly than the people that don't because I'm like, oh, it's my job to help people. It's Mm -hmm. my job to, you know, what if I change my number and this person can't text me and they feel rejected even though they do nothing but use me and see me as, uh, you know, a show pony to make money off of whatever because I know how desperate I was. Mm -hmm. And like if a comedian that had power said I can help you, and meant it, I'd be like, can I have this? Can I have this? Can you do this? Can you do this show? Because I've trained them to use me. I've trained them. So I I can't change my phone number. Why not? Joe does it every six months. Sebastian does it every six months. And I have the same phone number I've had for literally 20 years. Well, I have the same phone, my old one, the 323 number that everyone has. I, uh... Look at my, look at my, um, hold on. This is, this is, look at my text messages. Just read that out loud, that number. Top left. Oh, wow. Let me see. What does it say? 1,700. I have 1,700 text messages because when I see someone that won't stop asking favors, Mm -hmm. I go, this person's in trouble. I need to help them, right? And then you help, but give an inch, take a mile, huh? That person is in trouble. No, like deep trouble. And I think also because comics, we've seen so many people die. Yeah. And you go, well, if I don't respond to this and this person's hanging from a doorknob in their house tomorrow... You know what I mean? I agree. There were times that, you know, there's like, because this feels like we're due. We're due for a comedian hanging from a doorknob. And that's where my brain goes. Because it's like Geraldo, like, didn't text him back. He was just because I was on the road, you know, the death rate is pretty high in our business, right? Oh, the death rate's pretty high. I just want to live forever. Hold on. I want to show you. I sent all the jokes about Joe that were in the roast, I sent to him, like saying, are these okay? Yeah. And he was dying. Cause I was like, Rogan is gonna make, like I kind of thought like Rogan doesn't like roast. Like everyone loves roast the way we're doing it. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. But there was a bunch of like Rogan jokes. And do you remember, let me just ask you a question really quick before I let you go. Do you remember much of the roast? No, I don't remember any of it. Okay. I did not know that I spoke at the end. <laughs> when you said, oh, here's your part. I went, I spoke. And when we watched it, and you went, yeah, and I said, oh, my God. And I started panicking, and I was like, please tell me what you sa- what I said. And you go, I think you'll like it. I won't, I won't and I won't, I'm not going to share what I said, because I think it's it's worth you watching the roast to see it. But I was like, thank fucking God. Kesha had been waiting for two hours. God, she looked great. We, uh, amazing. I think, I, 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 I was I think worried Kesha you is were... so fucking pretty. Inside, I think she is so outside, fucking pretty. Man, there's uh, there's something about Kesha that I go, her energy, her little bit of a rock starness, like everything about her, she looked absolutely beautiful, man. I, I'm and she's way younger than me, way younger than me. But I think I'm I'm cool in saying that is like as a fan, she looks fucking awesome. She, but she's just, but she's like an angel. She's like you you see her and you're like, oh, I'll join this cult. Like a, a, what a, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, this is a tad bit inappropriate, but I will say that in a in a in a parallel universe. In a parallel universe, Kesha is the chick that you wake up with in the morning and she and you, you go, where is she? And then she comes in with Otter Pops. She goes, you want an Otter Pop? And you're like, I haven't had an Otter Pop in forever. And she goes, we got pretty wasted last night. We need to hydrate. And you're like, really? And you say, you go, well, this is a little salty. And she goes, they are, uh, they're Pedialyte Otter Pops. I, I thought we needed this. And you're like, God damn it, I fucking love Kesha. She's the, she is the great, were you surprised? My concern, here I was, was the, I was, well, I know, but, I know, I know everyone's concerned. But how about this, Bert, I go backstage, Kesha's standing waiting, Josh Potter's in a wedding dress, 
yeah. for a skit that was get Donnell and I rehearsed for two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> fell totally apart. Uh, and then one of my writers was in a Kool Aid costume. And a and cool. Do you remember the Kool Aid guy coming? I don't out? remember that. So <laughs> don't remember that. So, I remember randomly seeing. You ready for this? Randomly, this is watching things. Something I'd worked on for a month just fall apart in real time. I randomly run into Miranda Cosgrove. She was coming out at the end to do another bit that we didn't get to. But yeah. Well, I see her on stage, and I go, "Hey, I know you." And she was like, "Hi," and I was like, "Wait, you're the." I say, fuck, oh, shit. That's, yes. And I was like, I could, because you told, I didn't know who she was until you told me about her. And then I didn't know that clip was her. And then the, I was like, the I, was viral, like I was like, oh my God, I know you. The viral clip of, because. And the, I have cake on my face. I'm shirtless. I have a, a belt lump in my stomach because I've been sitting on a fucking cowboy belt. Which the whole Jay Ogerson, his set was so fucking Jay funny. Jay murdered. Because he also just went, I'm going to make fun of the factless I got to write jokes. And then he said, uh, he said, bro, I know what it's like to have that belt buckle digging into your stomach right oh. now. But also, my biggest fear was when Kesha came out, you'd be too drunk and wouldn't recognize her. Oh, I recognized her immediately. At, and as soon well, as you... it, didn't, it didn't hurt that you were playing Kesha music. Because I, I wanted to give Bert this like surprise moment. Well, and... I knew that you knew I liked Kesha. Loved. We, we yes, FaceTimed yes, her on yes, your yes, podcast yes, before. Yes, 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 yes. I could get emotional talking about Kesha. And I knew that you knew that. So I, when the music played, I was like, oh, cool. It's an homage. I never in a million years thought I'd meet Kesha. She never. loves you. She, I fucking adore that woman. Not I think, only does she love you, she waited for two hours yeah. <laughs> backstage at the comedy store. I have Kesha backstage at the green room of the comedy store. I, no, I'm not with her. I'm like, oh, God, what's going on back there? Like, I'm, that's, remember, I was like running around all manic. Oh. Yeah, I'm, it was. It was, that was such an event. I don't remember any of it. I do remember. I remember. This is the last thing I really remember. Is because we'll, we'll, I'll Jim try Norton. to get her your premiere too. Yeah, please. Because we're doing the premiere, and I want to just really quick. This is like literally. This is the invite list because we're doing an influencer premiere. We're gonna do content creation like upfronts. Remember upfronts for TV shows. I your love premiere, the way your brain is works. gonna be content creation. I There's love the way and then we're doing a screening on. Have a, you heard me talk about this like this. This is the way I talk. This is the way I talk. I love what you're saying. I love when you take the old format and you turn it into what it's we're doing now. It's a new upfronts. You have to. God damn it. You have to just. But that's in words, you know, that we understand. This is a press event. We've got. Uh, uh, we're doing photo booths, video booths, content creation. We've got the 3D machine, so people can yeah. post. Everyone's posting, and I'm trying to go everywhere. It's like Howie Mandel, Melissa Rivers, Tori Spelling, Dita Von Teese, Kevin Nealon, Rachel Bilson, Kat Von D, Jason oh, Bateman, Kat Mo Ammer, Natasha Leggero, Paris Hilton, uh, all the Liquid oh, Death. Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton. You know what I mean? And then I want to just show this clash between like it's not about. Repu uh, like Republican Democrat. It's about reasonable people. It's not about com uh, comedians versus Hollywood. It's about the coolest people in Hollywood and the coolest comedians, you know, like, because yeah. we've been so bifurcated for so long because it goes from like, yeah, Paris Hilton, uh, uh, Jeanette McCurdy on iCarly also. Jared Fogle. Exactly. Trixie and Katya. <laughs> The, Trixie, the, 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 I don't know the right way to the say best. it, but the thing. Drag queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the right way to say drag queen. You can say drag, drag queen. Drag queen, yes, Tri yes. Trixie Mattel yes. is fucking a gangster. Trixie Mattel and Katya are two, the fact, kids, another thing I want to do with the roast moving forward is uniting drag, and at my roast, Bob the Drag Queen was on it. Comedians and drag are the same. Same, same. Can I tell you, I want to, I want to, I want to do an, I, I, I'm, I, I have this idea about, 
You know what's really cool is I never heard of, I knew Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> Literally, this list goes Chrissy Teigen, Andrew Santino, <laughs> John Chrissy Legend, Teigen. Bobby Lee. This is going to be a very weird event. Uh, the premiere. We have it in this calendar, right? John okay. Legend has the most engaging smile. He's the best. I was on a flight with him. He was going to Chappelle's. Uh, Chappelle was doing, uh, I think, maybe he was doing a special or he was doing the Mark Twain Awards or something. Yeah. And John Legend was going and he was on my flight. And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, obviously I'm not a huge John Legend fan. I don't, I know, I don't know who he is. You just don't, I, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not going to recognize him off, like, you're like, oh shit, John Legend. But he walked back from the bathroom, we were sitting in first class, I was, I was in the front row, and he walked just past me, and he smiled, and I went, that guy's got an in in my heart. Like, the way he smiles, just big fucking sweet smile. He's the greatest. I'm working on something with him. I'm doing this. Uh, we're doing a show together about like going back to your hometown and like uh, being from West Virginia and like going back. It's called Take Me Home and like and like helping Ooh, get I clean like water to West that. Virginia. It's me, Jose Andres, and him, and we're rebuilding a hotel in West Virginia. He's the greatest. Also, my best friend from college runs his company separately, but he's just the greatest. But it's like it used to be Friars Club roast like. Oh, I want to be Sinatra. Oh, I meant to text. Remember Sinatra yeah. and Rodney Dangerfield were best friends. You yeah. know what I mean? We're forgetting, like, because we're kind of going, ooh, screw musicians. What we do is harder. Musicians are going, we kind of want to be comics. And comics are like, we kind of want to be rock stars. And there's like, it used to be un more united. Hey, can I put a thought bubble out there? Yes. And I, this is a dirty thought bubble. But like, how crazy is it that without the death of Kurt Cobain, who is probably the greatest artist of our generation, mm. we wouldn't get the, the great art of Dave Grohl. Isn't that a, a weird thought that if Kurt Cobain had, had lived, maybe, maybe Dave would have stayed a drummer for Nirvana, the greatest rock band of our generation, and we would have never gotten the – maybe. That, have you been to Urban Outfitters recently with your daughters? No, I haven't. If you go to Urban Outfitters, all the clothes for teenagers are like Nirvana shirts, and I'm kind of like, do they even know what this is? It's kind of like a wild thing. Yeah. It's kind of I mean, like I was such a Nirvana fan. I can't tell you. It's, I don't think, and I'm going to say something else, which is like. Would we have gotten, does Dave, does, does, do you think Dave Grohl thinks we would have gotten our Dave Grohl? Because we got Dave Grohl. Mm -hmm. And and by the way, I mean, perfectly timed out artistically. Perfectly timed out artistically. By the way, also, I did the, Dave, I did the um, Foo Fighters horror movie, also a hilarious actor. Dave Grohl is hilarious. A hilarious person. It's crazy to think. But also, it's not the time to ask him because he also just lost his drummer from food. I mean, it's like the deaths. It's like, you know, I think we need to start um, attuning more with musicians because they lose their friends the way we do. They lose their coworkers mm. the way we do. Drug overdoses, yeah. I suicides. What the, I wonder what the, the, the... Courtney Love, I mean, you know. If we had not lost Patrice, we'd still have Anthony. From Opie and Anthony. Okay, that took me a second. <laughs> I mean, if, like, if Patrice yeah. was still alive, when all that shit went down, Patrice would have just stood up for Anthony. I still haven't processed Geraldo passing. Like, there's Brody, like, I, I don't think I'll room. ever. I went to the room he died in. I just pretend they're on the road. I don't I don't process that they've died. I went to the room he died in. Like, I went to the, like, I was drunk, and I was at the stress factory. The room Geraldo died in. Yeah, and they told me what room, and I was like. What if was, he tripped and fell and died? I will have thought, part of me thought, part of me thought, what if, so, I, so, so, so. <laughs> Full, full disclosure, full disclosure. I'm drunk, right? I'm drunk. It's the first time I sell out a weekend. It's my first time ever. 
I'm feeling my oats. At the stress factory. I, I sold they out the stress factory. They call it that because that's how you feel when you're in the green room. It's The green room isn't, isn't perfect. It's six, six years ago, and I'm sold out, and it's Sunday night, and it's a blizzard. And, I, and, and someone tells me, you know, Geraldo died across the street at the hotel you're in. And I said, wait, what room? And they tell me the room, and I went, oh, wow. So I go down, and I said, hey, is uh, dot, dot, dot room sold out? And they said, uh, no. I said, can I get a key to that room? I would, like to, I would like to go into that room to have a moment. And they're like, absolutely Cut fucking you, not. Hey, guys, I'm in Tampa this weekend. This is where Greg Geraldo died. This is before anyway, I was doing promos. This is before I was doing promos. <laughs> and so I go, and they said, absolutely not. And I said, can I rent that room out so that I can go into that room? So I, I, thought, I thought it would be a cool way to say goodbye to a friend, you know, to go to the place he passed. And they said, uh, and by the way, I didn't have money at the time, so it was not cost-effective. But I, so I grabbed a beer, and I went out and stood outside the room, and I just stood outside the room and murdered a beer, and I thought, thought, man, fuck. I wish I could have, I wish, I wish we could have stopped you from the shit that went down. I, they, and oddly enough, they walked me through the whole evening of the night he passed and how fucked up it was. And it was tremendously fucked up, from what I heard. Um, same night, I watched a waitress choke out a waiter. It's the funny, hardest I've ever laughed in my life. It's the hardest I've ever laughed. We're sitting there, and uh, Mickey Gall is with us. He's a cage fighter. He's an MMA UFC guy. And some girl goes, so you really can choke out a guy? And he goes, yeah. And she's like, show me how to choke out someone. And he goes, well, it's really easy. You put this arm under their chin, and then put your hand here, and then put it behind their head and just squeeze. And she goes, ah, oh, wow, that works. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, should do it. And so she gets the bartender, and she puts her hand under like this? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put my hand like this. Yeah, and he goes, now squeeze. And she squeezes. And the bartender taps her arm. But no one ever taught what a tap was. And he goes unconscious and drops to the ground and cracks his head. Just gong. She goes, so that fucking works. That's so fucking crazy. And the guy's unconscious on the ground. Mickey calls slipping him over on his back, grabbing his leg, shaking his leg. Like, yo, you choked this fucking dude out. I laughed. So hard, the moment she he tapped, and we realized collectively, oh, we never taught her what the tap meant. The taps to stop choking. Fuck. No. That is, a, I need to start doing that with men in bed. Can I start tapping them to stop choking me? I never understood ref sucks. I said this earlier. Oh, you I did never, say that. I, I know. I have a list of things that, that we didn't get to finish, just so you guys don't think. Let's do another podcast. We'll the, do another one. I just want to, yeah. The birth control being a racket. All this, I ta tagline. Oh, really quick, can I just pitch you the tagline for OnlyFans Comedy? Because they're going to have a big billboard outside of the show. Yeah. And they're doing OnlyFans Comedy. Like, they're breaking out an arm where it's, like, no censorship. Like, comedians. Because where do you go if you're a comedian who's a feature right now to get a half hour or an hour? There's no way to do it. No. You're going to die on YouTube. Taglines for OnlyFans comedy. OnlyFans comedy. What about this? Come, come hard, laugh hard. Or just come laugh hard. I like, I like that. I like, come, no? Come hard. I like come. Like we get to come up. Let's try to. I have to come up with like basically the tagline for a network. Come, I like come. Come laugh hard. Come for the laughs. Come here Stay often. Stay for the come. <laughs> I'm going to uh, pitch that. For the laughs, laughs. Stay for the come. Show us your jokes. Uh, yeah, I like show, your, show us your jokes. Jokes, we keep them coming. Jokes, yeah, yeah, I like jokes. I like How about that. this? My jokes are up here. 
you're, God, you're going way faster than me. This is why I never was in a writer's room with you. Uh, how about how about like this? porn, like porn but degrading. Like porn, only degrading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy, OnlyFans comedy, because my thing is it's comedy fans only. Only come here if you're a comedy fan. If you don't, if you oh, want like to, if you want to. Jesus Christ, you're moving way too fast for me. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like OnlyFans. Only, only comedy, comedy fans, fans because it's like, like that's that's already sort of the thing because it's like if you're not a comedy. Oh, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you can do that. You can do that only with comedy in between on, underneath, like kind of ghost written, and then fans. Only fans come because people. If you're not a comedy fan and you're intentionally going to misunderstand this joke in order to justify being offended, don't come here. This is this is for comedy fans only. We're going to do a not safe comedy for the comedy fans. How about how about how about if you get offended, we'll leak who you're uh, subscribed to. Ooh. I like that you. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with the idea that that uh, that the next the next Sony leak, the next Me Too thing, is where they release. The mm. shit we've Googled on mm. on uh, YouTube, on Red YouTube. Red, Ooh, YouTube Red we'll Google. release your um yeah your Google search. Ooh, be careful with what you release. Um, uh, <laughs> or what about <laughs> this is Madison Sinclair's pitch? More Madison, who's Madison, Madison Sinclair? Sinclair, brilliant comedian writer. She was a writer on the roast. She's oh, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I just yeah. did a corporate. I met her, I met her, yeah. She's the, the so funny. <laughs> her pitch: more fatherless behavior. Really great. I just checked her text for her pitches. That's great. <laughs> oh shit, that is so fucking dumb. The one place comedians don't get fucked. I need to get on OnlyFans more. I have a pitch with them next week. OnlyFans? Yeah. Really? Was... No, in like Dude, two weeks. The amount of my, I mean, I'm basically putting roast jokes that I do at like corporate gigs, and when I tour on there, instead of dirty photos and dirty videos, it's dirty jokes that I can't yeah. tell anywhere else. People love it. I think that's going to be the main platform for people to do comedy. I think the very soon. the logline should be watch us come on his tits for mine. <laughs> oh. The the worst set of tits on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I love this because I think everyone's thing Bert Kreischer is the best storyteller on the planet. You're also a fucking incredible joke writer. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the best joke writer. I know, I'm, I'm but much better, I'm much better at a story because I but think... But that's a brilliant joke. The worst set of tits on OnlyFans. Like, that yeah. could be the thing. Yeah. Or the best. Or the best. Or the best. Or, or tits we don't feel comfortable charging you to see. <laughs> Free subscription for these tits. Um, I love you. I'm going to let you go. There's so many things I wanted to get to, but this is what we do. I, I, I absolutely adore you, Whitney. So does my family. The girls love you. Leanne loves you. I am so happy you're in my life. The greatest. And um, I, I just love you so much, and I won't stop saying it. Don't ride elephants, you guys. It's Bert Kreischer. Um, his, I mean, you're gonna, you've already seen the special, and you're going to watch it again and again and again and again. I look great in that. Dude, picture. not only do you look great, it's a brilliant. Your titles are always the best. Your bill posters are always the best. Your crowds are the best. Your shit's the best. You're just the best. I love the end on that. I love you guys. Goodbye. I love you too. And he's The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. 
There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.